Change your vehicle's oil before your summer road trip and save money now with Pennzoil and O'Reilly Auto Parts. Right now, get five quarts of Pennzoil Platinum Full Synthetic for just $22.95 after mail-in rebate. Save money and protect your engine against sludge and wear with the synthetic oil change. Stop by your local O'Reilly Auto Parts today or O'ReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Join Rabbit and Red Radio Network on Patreon for exclusive shows, content, swag, and more. For the low price of $2 per month, you can join the family. So check us out at patreon.com slash network one That's patreon.com slash network the number one. I didn't think I was ever going to come back to the show again, but um, because certain people decided they didn't want to do it anymore, I'm like, fuck, I can't get out of it. I'm just stuck because the network's named Rabbit and Radio Red, Rabbit and Red Radio Network. So I can't just let Rabbit and Red Radio, the flagship show, go to pot because, you know, that, that's just not, uh, that's, that's just not how things should be. So, yeah. Fuck no. Uh, I'm here. You're here. We're all um, here. You know, making my job a little easier. Thank God, because I can't do solo shows. There was only one person that did. Um, Vince did that solo show way back in. Oh, geez. That was way back in, in the beginning of horror. But I think he did. The thing about a solo show, Michael J., is, uh, you know, I started my stand up comedy, uh, you know, back in mm-hmm. See. Way back in the nineties. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> See, you know how he does it. 
You know, he does it. Yes, I do. Perfect. Yes. And he still hasn't changed after all these years. So. Are you wearing a piranha shirt as well, Mike? <laughs> I am. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, see, I am. If I could tilt the camera down, which yeah, a little bit. Yes. Fuck oh, yes. See, I told you you should have wore a horror shirt. I should have. Like yeah, I'm representing that. my other podcast, well, obviously Slumber Party. I have my Miyagi Do shirt on, but I wore it that's to work, horror. and I just I know, but it felt whatever. He has a million horror T-shirts. If, all right, so let's pretend if you could have picked any of the horror T-shirts. Let's pretend like we do laundry on a normal <laughs> basis because we don't. <laughs> And well, that's the real reason why. Uh, whichever one isn't cum stained. No. Well, I mean. <laughs> no, we're off to a great start, yes. <laughs> you know what I would have chosen? Honestly, I would have chosen mm-hmm. my thing t-shirt, which initially. Uh, no, so we went to Dude. Days of the Dead, right? This was Dan's first convention. And, like, he's just, like, Antisocial to some it, degree. That's not true. Yes, no, that's is. not true. Yes. No, you, I don't. I don't believe that for a second. No, no, no. you gotta know understand. No, Michael life. J. You gotta no. You gotta know you in real life, dude. Lacey Lou's up there doing fucking karaoke. Felissa Rose right. sees her. She goes, "Oh mm-hmm. my god, that's my girl!" And she runs up there and does it. Fucking, you know, with her, they do a duet. So this is the level of Lacey Lou that I'm having to deal with. So me, a normal person who I consider to be, you know, pretty outgoing for the most part, uh, compared mm-hmm. to that is, yes, you're absolutely right. It's like it's like a two to a ten. So Well, that wasn't what okay. I meant. I'm talking about when Dan goes shopping. He doesn't like to be, like, asked questions. He just likes to In and out. pick. Yeah. So, with so you don't try clothes on. You're just like, <laughs> no. I'll take this. I'll take this. We're gone. Well, now I do, now that I've been with her, but it's been a whole uh, story arc. But when you go to conventions, obviously the vendors, they want to talk to you. They want to upsell. They want to do this, this, and this. And this was like Dan's first time, you know, so he wasn't. And so we go up to this T-shirt booth and had these really cool designs. And I was like, oh, look, the thing. Even though I'd have never actually seen it, and, uh, <laughs> but it was a really cool design, and it says the thing on it, it's you know. True, yeah. And Dan was like, "I don't like that one," and I was like, "Well, I'm getting the behind the mask, the rise of Leslie Vernon one." You know what? For our next show, we're gonna wear those t-shirts. So, okay. but that's see. why. But that is why, though, because I wanted that shirt. You wanted so, the behind the mask so, because I couldn't get that one. You were like, "You get the thing," and I'm like, "Man." <laughs> lot of friends because of that shirt and no it's like one of my favorite shirts it's one of those shirts because like being fat as i am it's weird because a lot of shirts still fit me mm-hmm. but like they're shorter it's like so baby it's cap? like right. it's like yeah it's like it's like wearing like a fucking tank top sometimes so so like to, from the 80s to find it <laughs> right so like ricky from <laughs> yes exactly <laughs> shout out to Do you have shorts like them too <laughs> Never. He's wearing shorts right now. Booty shorts. Uh, I got. We some. call them hot pants. Hot pants. Yes. I mean, that <laughs> will not happen in Rabbit and Bread or at Rob Zombie. Well, actually, he did club. post a picture of it um, and the Slumber Party Massacre. Go check out his hot pants in there. He has oh. no booty. You have to search. Some, but there is now. See, but see, Dan. If I find it, yeah, then I will spam every show on this network with it. <laughs> So it'll show up on any show live. I'll just put it up on the screen. I do that to everyone. I find embarrassing photos and I just bomb. Yeah, it's there. Search Dan Chase and it Mm -hmm. will pull up. 
And uh, oh. yes, and I will yep. make sure they are pulled up. Now, Michael J., uh, you just mentioned, um, you know, we haven't done a show in a while. The last one we did was, I believe, Chasing the Gimp, right? Um, <laughs> was that it? Yeah, was, we, did, uh, no, we, did Sunday show. we did Sunday show, and then that kind of fell, you know, by the wayside. But right. Um, right. but we there's like so much going on now for yeah. me to find time for the Sunday show again, I would... That's not I what I was asking. It's not going to happen, no. <laughs> well, no, what I wanted to say, man, is, you know, I, we, me and you, we, we've always communicated, and obviously I saw that uh, now Michael J has his own network, and you had tons of podcasters, some that I recognize, you know, from people that you used to talk to, you know, back in mm. the day, and, and I'm like, oh, so it's nice to put faces to all those people for one but a whole slew of other shows as well, man. So while I wanted to pick your brain before, I kind of wanted to just take the opportunity now and just and, and kind of catch up because, fuck, dude, you've been busy as hell, man. You've been talking mm -hmm. about doing this forever, man, and props to you because you are doing it. And it's – I see you, dude. I see every fucking post, man. Every, every show that you guys put out, it's – you're doing a great job, dude, for real. Well – I mean, and the sad thing is, I don't have time to listen to anything else because I'm everything on here. Yeah. I, you know, I'm I'm producing it. I'm listening to it. I'm like, by the time I'm like, the day is done, I'm just like, this is because there's this tonight, and then tomorrow is near dwells, which I'm not on. I'm producing, but I'll pop in and annoy them every few <laughs> minutes because that's yeah. what I do. Um, Wednesday, I have another show that I'm on. Thursday is Killer Queens, which I just produced. She only runs for like um, less than an hour max most times. So okay. that's fine. And then I think, yeah, and then that's it for this week. So um, it's a light week. Thankfully. Killer Queens, another female podcast, yeah. which, hey, dude, props. Because, you know, it's like the more female podcasts, the better. Because, well, yes and no. For fucking people like us, it's bad. Because <laughs> yeah. then they'll fucking slowly just excess out, Mike. Because we're just well, that's you know. Well, we're dinosaurs if you think about it. Because we've been. Yes. This is like like I said, 2010. Yesterday, not yesterday. Saturday was the 12th anniversary Dude. of the first episode. Wow, was it? That we did of Rabbit and Red. Yeah. Wow. And the funny thing is, I went um. Because I thought I, I thought that I saved the audio file of that somewhere, and I have to check my computer upstairs because I don't I don't have it down here. But um, it's it's because uh, I was gonna listen to it again because I listen to it maybe like once a year just right. to uh, uh, reminisce. reminisce and yeah. and remember how bad I sounded and ugh. Nightmare. No, but dude, yeah, but, but you um, guys, I told you, man, from, from day one, you guys had something. Like, I found you guys, I think it was one of the interviews, but it didn't even matter because I just started going back. And you, you and Vince, still to this fucking day, which is hilarious, you guys are so different. And it made for just the best two hosts that I've ever heard. And I was like, is this even real? And and I've said this since day one, and other people will co-sign to what I'm saying too. People that have blown up like JP with 22 shots, you know, we always talk about old school rabbit and red, you know, back in the day when you guys were doing your thing. 
Nobody could touch you for the longest time. You guys had something so unique that any other podcast that I tried to listen to, I it was so quick to shut off because it just wasn't it wasn't that. It didn't have that unique aspect that I think to this day is more important than ever. You know what I mean? Well, well the thing was, I, you know, I'm Gimpy and Vince just liked to exploit that. And that, you know, that made for a great show. And he thinks he's funny. Well, see, like, mm-hmm. I try to do things like that with Dan's little baby dick, but, like, it's he, not, he gets no. too offended. You went too he, far he, with the baby he, dick. He won't let me. Oh. He won't let me take that off. I have a small dick, but, like, no, you <laughs> went on for, like, five minutes about my baby dick, and then we just got into a staring contest. Well, where I, I mean, mad. if. Are you talking about that fact that I got a small dick, and you just mentioned it yet, so now everybody in the world knows I got a small dick. Well, I didn't actually mean that you had a small dick. It's just fun to say you have a small dick. <laughs> I don't think it's it's average. I don't right? think anybody wants to talk about your dick. Oh, I mean, you know. You know. Well, I'm just saying, I'm, like, if I'm with embrace, you there, though. If he can embrace, you know, that factor about him, you then bet. I think you can embrace the baby dick. I don't have a big. All right, fine. Let's move on. <laughs> I mean, uh, but no, that's what you get when you host with a couple. <laughs> but yes. we obviously, uh, you know what's been cool though, Mike. You know, I I see because you just left Facebook recently, and I I en- came back. Though. I envy you for doing it because there's so much talk. How did you do it? Right. I mean, well, really, because that that the people. So I wish many I people in my that. inbox asking, "Where's Lacey Lou?" Uh, like, right. Yeah, I mean, I had people email me. Um, I had people hit me up on Twitter or Insta because I was still on there. But why? Um, why did you leave in the first place? You know, I just lost my dog and I I was overwhelmed, you know, and um, yeah, I see everybody posting about their pets and, you know, people che- like and I appreciate everybody checking in on me. It just got to be, you know, I, I didn't mm-hmm. anticipate people were still going to check up on me after I deleted it. But I, I love it because <laughs> that made me feel like I'm somebody, you know, so it was very sweet. And um, I felt I should come back um, because, you know, obviously I'm a big part of the horror community and um, I feel like I was kind of letting people down by not being around. So here I am. There you are. People love your fucking reviews, your, your movie watches. I know like a lot of people love to follow it. It's tough to do anything. I think online these days, and be consistent with it. And I think, Mike, you know, you can relate to that with me because we we tried to start this or that or whatever and tried to have it built steam. You have the right idea now with the whole network thing because now you have so many shows going and it's like it's kind of a well-oiled machine in terms of, well, you know who's hosting it. You're obviously, you know what you're going to produce. And so if it's just one show that doesn't have a show that week, well, guess what? You've got two, three, four other shows that are going to drop. Right. And the, I mean, the thing is, if I had hair left on my head, if I didn't shave my head, <laughs> I would be bald anyway, just because it, it's... Same. That's what I say. Fuck them. <laughs> Fuck them. <laughs> well, no, like... Um, yeah, I mean, you know. As toxic as... Facebook is, it's also very welcoming. And, you know, like there's people that I've never met before that I consider family. Right. Like in real life, you know, um, I got my slumber party sisters and plenty of other people that, you know, like I banter with back and forth all the time and I miss them. And, yeah. um, 
So yeah, you just got to focus on the positive if it's a place that you're going to be a part of daily. And, and I think one of the main things too is that we've learned anyways is it's about connecting with people. It's not necessarily about competition because mm-hmm. what's good for anybody is, is good for all of us, you know? Yeah. And I think that that's what's great about you, Mike, too, is we we haven't always worked together. I mean, I started doing my own thing with my own show as well. There's never been bad blood, though. And you're always somebody that I always fucking rooted for. And you always you would always have these grand fucking ideas. And it takes a lot of balls and a lot of fucking work, too. I mean, I obviously you can speak to that. It just just from what I see, I'm like, yeah, that's a lot of work. So balls and a lot of work, dude. And you fucking did it, man. It's great to see you like in 2022 and you're just fucking, oh, Mike's got his own fucking network. I was like, that's my boy, dude. I was like, man, like, I'm so proud of you, dude. Like, it's amazing what you're doing. What do you think, dude? I wanted to do like live shows because we started on Blog Talk, which is that really. Blog Talk Radio. Right. Yeah, exactly. And I wanted to do live. Vince was afraid to do live, so that never happened. Then when Skeleton Crew started, I wanted to do that live. Alex didn't want to do that live, so, you know. And now, here I am, finally, we're doing it live, so. Do you, now, do you think that was a detriment to us, that that we never actually went the YouTube route, like, live? Uh, Well, no, because I, I think back in the day, like, that wasn't, that really wasn't a thing. Right. You know, and I, right. I mean, I, I I think maybe, you know, we could have pioneered it if we would have uh, tried it back then. But now it's kind of like just commonplace, like everybody does it. So, right. What about Rabbit and Blue? <laughs> oh, yeah. This, uh, Rabbit and Blue. Yeah. There's so many like behind the scenes that things that we went through to get everything fucking going. But, I will say this that those you will say this. I just did. Uh going back to those first Friday the 13th shows or whatever, mm-hmm. um, those are fucking some of my favorites to this day. They really are. And they're the most viewed still like to this day. What is that fucking? Yeah, they still are. They, they still, still are, dude. So yeah, you know. Freddy vs. Uh... Jason have like a lot. Now, do you put this on YouTube as well? Oh, yeah, this is, well, right now it's broadcasting live to YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch. Are we going to uh, get, like, yeah. hit with all of Dan's F-bombs? <laughs> no, we shouldn't, because I, 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 I say, and everybody on here says a lot of stuff. I mean, especially what? me with the wanting to curb stomp cripples. That was, <laughs> like, a that? Whole, a whole going. So, <laughs> yeah. I make sure, so that way, if, if you needed if, to. If they didn't. Look, if they didn't have anything to say about that and like try to, like, you know, cancel us for that, then I, I think we're gonna be fine. Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, man. Well, I feel like we have so much to catch up on, but I also don't think that um, anybody watching or listening wants to necessarily fucking hear that at this point. So yeah, let's get into our topic. What do you think? Yes. Yeah. No, that's uh, that's a good idea. I do have. Uh, well, I have clips to go along with some of this stuff. I did pull, <laughs> yes. uh, I did pull uh, that one thing that you mentioned. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yes. Now, are you able to, like, 
post a question? Like, is that how this Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We have, um, nice. well, we have viewers, but we don't really have comments right now. And I am set up. Actually, we have one comment from Paul, if that'll show up. That's <laughs> Paul. He's, uh, you know, a network regular. Um, let's see. Uh, and we are set for phone calls, but nobody really calls, but we are set for that. <laughs> can, can I call? I called in. Mm. That was my first thing when I called in to the show. Remember that? Where's Mike Merriman? <laughs> yeah, where he is Mike? I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's, I'm trying to, okay, yeah, so we have all this stuff over here, all the little clips. And, um, see, I don't know if you want to get into the main topic first. I know that you guys wanted to talk Scream. Yes. And I have some, I have some things to talk, uh, Scream wise, because I know I, I mean, okay. I know Dude. it's your favorite, and it's okay. my book. I'm not gonna say it's not my favorite. We all know what's you know, what is my favorite by default. We know that that's not gonna change. I don't think that's by default, that's a choice. <laughs> that's a fucking that's active a choice. choice, Michael Day. <laughs> that is not by yeah. default, that is a choice. Oh, that's, <laughs> and that's a choice that. That's a choice that no one else is ever going to make. I guarantee you that. Now, Michael J. Now, um, now Dan Farrens is doing what now? What do you think that he's involved in with the next uh, Halloween thing? Because there's been some talk. He made some comments about it. Is it going to be a commentary to the producer's cut? Yeah, he's doing. Um, they're going to release because last year Scream Factory released one through five on 4K. Yeah. So this year, six through <laughs> zombies two have to come out. Ah, waiting for them. Yeah, and that's what he's doing. Okay, I'm sure that's what he's doing. Wasn't wasn't he doing like those like Ted Bundy and Eileen? Or yeah, I, I had an interview yeah, with him. It felt he blew us off. Okay, um, <laughs> <laughs> it's whatever. It happens. That's. You know, it's a lot harder to get guests these days, I'll tell you that, because back in the day, it's like anybody would say yes, but now it's like everybody and their brother has a fucking podcast, so it's right. like people right. just don't do it. And they get asked a lot, I, and I get that for sure. Right. Um, no, and <laughs> I joined fucking Jamie Kennedy's Patreon, because yes. I watched his YouTube thing, and I'm like, you know what? If I join it, I'll message him and see, because I went to his website, and I filled out a, a fucking booking yeah. thing. Same. And he hasn't responded to me. I'm I got on his, I got on his text message list, and uh, and and he, he texted you. I texted him back, and I was like, uh, "He's like, hey, because he sends me texts all the time. Clearly not, mm -hmm. you know, probably a robot <laughs> or his assistant or whatever." And I get texts, "Hey, half off of all my merchandise," and I was like, "I bought one of everything." And he texts me back. He goes, "Really?" <laughs> and I said, "No, motherfucker." <laughs> I mean, but, uh, I so here's my question just to kick this whole thing off because mm -hmm. we haven't talked in a while. I've heard a couple things, I kind of know your general thoughts, but what did you actually think of Screen Five, Michael J? I didn't hate it. I didn't, I mean, look, it's in my opinion, it's not the best one. Yeah, I know. It's 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 not the best one. Okay. I That's thought fair. that the motive and all that shit was a little like lazy. I just felt it was kind of like mm, I get okay. toxic fans. I understand, but it's just ugh. 
But I mean, it, it was passable, and That's I will watch it again. I own it. I well, I'm a completist, so obviously I own it. No. You know, it's um, I'll watch it again. I enjoyed it for what it was. Nev was not in the movie much at all, and I know people are like in an uproar that she's leaving. I'm not only because she really wasn't in the last one all that much. So I think that, I mean, I understand that, you know, she should get her due because if you're in, if you're in a franchise for that long, that spans that much time, you need to, you need to get paid. You definitely need need to get paid. And the fact that she's not, you know, that sucks, but, um, you know, the movie, you know, will still get made because I have a feeling that she was, I mean, I don't know her role, you know, what her role would have been in six. Um, I really do hope they call it scream six at this point. Cause I, you know, I, I, I'm just not in the mood for like just calling it scream again or something else like that. that that's right. Re- yeah. Um, see, I was wondering that too. That's a weird kind of jumping off point when you do the fifth one and you, cause they've been numbered the entire time, yeah. except the last one, which is kind of weird. Yeah. Well, I right. think there's obviously yeah, I didn't... a reason for that, you know. I didn't find the reason them calling it Scream, though, was good enough well, for, for I, the last one. Well, I don't even think we know the full reason yet. I think this yeah. is part of a new trilogy. I think, um, I, I think that this next film that we're getting, I think it's going to be a middle film. Yeah. Um, kind of like <clears throat> Halloween 2018, Halloween Kills and Halloween Ends. I just think we don't know it. Like, I think I know it, but I mean, I could be wrong. Um, but I feel like it's the middle of a thing. And I think we're going to get a cliffhanger at the end of this next film. Okay. Right. Uh, go ahead. No, I agree with that. I know. I definitely agree with that. I'm what now, what scares me is that they're moving so quick with this. Now I know. Scream 1, Scream 2 were like a year apart. They shot them like this. But you have Scream 1 was 96. Scream 2 was 97. Scream 3 was 2000. Scream 4 was 2011. Scream, uh, this one, Scream 5 was, um, I guess that's considered 2021. 2022. Yeah, I guess, but I think they shot it in 20, I don't. I guess they shot it in 2021. I don't know. But still, I'm counting that as being okay. So a 10 to 11 year difference. My thing is, um, I just think that they're rushing it just a little bit. Well, okay. well okay. maybe pull back the reins. Okay. Do you feel the same way about the Halloween 2018 kills and ends? Because um, that's the exact same thing. Let's see. Um, the same thing. <laughs> well, okay. Well, no, I, I get that. Now that's okay. So here's here's my answer to that one. Halloween 2018, when I first saw it, I loved it. Okay? I loved it. Um, the more and more that I tried to watch it, it just became increasingly bad. Yep. And I, really yep. Just, yeah, I agree, dude. Do not, I do not, do not like it. Not one bit. Not anymore. I just can't do it. Like I haven't watched it. Oh God, I don't even know. It's 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 been a while. But kills for whatever reason, I I I I loved it, and I don't know why I loved it, but I loved it. Just because, and you know what I think it is. 
the guy that they had playing Loomis, for Christ's sake. Oh, here we go. He just did something. We should have known. He did something to me. Like, <laughs> I, now, you know, it was like I, I was all in my feels with that one. I really all right. was. Take away. All right. Because everybody loves the flashback stuff. Loomis looks so fucking on point. I don't I think know. anyone can argue with that. If you take that away, it's probably the most ridiculous fucking movie like that I've ever seen. Just with Tommy and all the survivors at a bar. Dude, you're going to mm-hmm. fucking have our legacy characters and show their opening scene and they're there mm-hmm. to com- com- wow. commemorate the fucking 40th mm-hmm. anniversary of that. Like, nobody cares, first of all. It's the most convoluted kind of unbelievable scenario ever. Like, I hate that movie. (laughs) Right. I mean, and I look, and I'm not, I did not like Anthony Michael Hall as Tommy Doyle. Dude. If you like Anthony Michael Hall, you should buy us all beers. Dude, Lonnie. Lonnie takes his kid and he brings him right to the fucking devil's fucking den. And he's like, this is what we're going to do. Like, these are characters that I thought were going to get, I guess, some respect in this version. Like, hey, nothing actually happened with Lonnie because, you know, we went to the Jamie Lloyd and obviously before that, Tom Atkins. So, you know, and mm-hmm. before that, you know, the hospital. So well, we didn't really... see anything happen with Lonnie anyways. It was off screen. They could have made him an accomplice. Like, they could have, they could have done so many cool things with Lonnie. But they didn't. With that backstory of how he ran into him and everything, I thought that they were setting up something more sinister. But what it really ended up uh, setting up was absolutely nothing. And all it set up was our expectations for Lonnie to have somewhat of a story arc and for him to Mm. go to the house, bring his kid and his kid's girlfriend to the house. I I was just like, it's almost like they had a fucking bus full of good ideas and they fucking drove it right off the cliff. Well, see, and I read because the script leaked, I guess, for that one. So I yeah. did read that ahead of time. I don't know why I did, but I did. I remember um, you did too. And you messaged me and you're like, dude, so you have no idea. That may have softened the blow. Um, Cause you knew, I don't know, but for whatever reason I can, you know, I mean, I've ooh, when that was first streaming on Peacock, I watched it. Maybe, ooh. I mean, we're going back to Halloween Six. How I did it the uh, once a day, yeah, every day for the first three months that was out. I did. Yeah. Let's see. I did Halloween Kills uh, twice on the first day. Okay. And then I did it maybe like three other times that weekend. And then I've, I mean, I've watched it since, but that was um. You know, but that was like the big thing in the beginning when it first dropped. Um, this is for Dr. Loomis. Yeah, oh, come on, oh. dude. What are that you doing? Gets me, that gets me every time. <laughs> every time that gets me. I, uh, Michael, I mean, J. Michael J. You I tell lose me, it. I was, lose was it. she better in this movie or H2O? Oh, God, and H2O. Ooh. You hate well, H2O. I will say this. No, I will say this. As much as I don't like H2O, Lori Strode is a shitload better in H2O than she is in this trilogy. Thank you. In this 
in this trilogy, she's just like a, a like a whiny little bitch. I'm sorry, but she is. <laughs> and you know, at least in H two O, she was like you know, um, tough talking, alcoholic, ready to you know, do some business. But uh, and you know. H, well, it brings up a, a larger point though in the Halloween series and subsequently the Scream series, which is. Halloween needed to reboot itself several fucking times. Now, well, we actually, mm-hmm. um, we have a question from Ooh, a listener. Yes, what do we got? Yes, we do, actually. Ooh. Since it's y'all a... are talking, oh, go ahead. Sorry, Mike. No, go ahead. You can read, dude. I don't care. Please read it. James and the boys says, since y'all are talking Halloween, it's if each wow, if each of you were given the keys to the Halloween franchise. What would each of you do with it after Halloween ends? That's simple. Yeah? Yep. Okay. I would easily, like, no more Lori Strode. We're done. Like, I feel, oh, like thank this God. Is, I feel like this is going to complete her. I'm good with her story. Um, the things that I, like, I was done with her story at H2O. Right. You know, I, exactly. I, I was done that. I think, it was, I think it's very cool that she came back and did this again mm-hmm. but that's as far as i go with it because i'm not the biggest fan um of this new trilogy i like mine is original 72 and h2o and that's where it ends for me i also do find enjoyment out of four um right and you know, i watch them all though i will watch them all but it ends um at h2o for me um with right. part two 81 being my favorite um now mm-hmm. see rob zombie could have done something amazing and rebooted the whole fucking thing. But instead he just did um, what I loved was, uh, you know, the backstory of Michael Myers and he should have went somewhere else with it as opposed to just doing a play-by-play of what happened to Lori and the OG, you know, um, that wasn't that, his plan. Though. No. And obviously, but he had an opportunity, but then he had part two and it's just so wild and out there, but you still have Lori fucking stroke. Right. So, right. You need to take that somewhere else. Focus on a different character in the franchise if you have to. Like, if you want to keep it within the same timelines, whatever. But focus in on somebody else. Um, Or just redo the whole thing with new characters that are far more fucking interesting. Um, You know, I mean, you can... It's either that or you're going to bring back Jamie Lloyd. Um, You know, that's that's either what they're going to do. But I prefer, honestly... Some fresh blood. Okay. Okay. Fresh, yeah. Uh, how about you, Mike? Okay. Well, there's two different ways that I would go with it. Number one, and this is just the fanboy in me. I want a sequel to six that deals <laughs> with what happened. But that's that's like I said, that's the fanboy in me. That's never gonna happen. I, I understand. It's never going to happen. I want it, but it will never happen. I thought he was going to say, I want a Dr. Loomis prequel. Well, no, no. I mean, no, no. I can't. I, I mean, no. Well, see, and in hindsight, I don't even know if I want a sequel to Six, because I made a sequel to Six back in 1996. It's on the network YouTube channel. Yes, you did, sir. So it's the worst fucking thing I've ever done. It's and um, It's horrible. I don't know how it has 444 views, um, <laughs> but it's 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 bad. So I mean, I guess, I guess you know, I I don't want that. But what I what I would really do realistically, because yeah. the movie's not done. Obviously, the franchise isn't done. It's done for Blumhouse, you know, from what I read. Of course, but um, yeah, right, yeah. But it, it it's not done. Yeah. I think what they should do 
is they should just go the um, Halloween three anthology route. Thank you. Thank you, Mike. Just do that. Do yes. that. Because you know what? At this point, you're not gonna you're you're not gonna be able to make a Michael Myers movie at this point that's gonna please everybody. Right. So right. just go the route of the anthology film. So I I couldn't agree with you more, Mike. What I would do, and because Blumhouse is it, they're the oh, first. Please keep uh, Halloween season three uh, spoiler free. I oh yeah, she's, she she still hasn't seen it. Oh no! We watched the Burbs last night. Still hasn't seen it. Yeah. Burbs. All right. Yeah, we'll we'll get into all of that fun stuff too. But so what I would do personally, because Jason Blum was the first one to acknowledge that yes, it ends here, but it's never going to end. He acknowledged that the franchise as a whole will always fucking continue, right? So I would do both. Actually, I would start with an anthology. Right, because okay. nothing has come out that's come close to trick or treat. Right, uh, we've been watching a lot of anthologies, dude. Have you realized how many of those suck fucking ass? Like they're just not there's, good. The, there's only a select few, like probably even less than a handful, right? That are actually decent. So, but it's like it seems yeah. like that's the easiest thing for people to do. So that's why they just pump them out like nothing. Right. So if you give me a proper anthology. Kind of like, you know, like a trick-or-treat or... Well, then why or, don't they just go the television route, though? They can do that. I mean, either way, it doesn't matter. But what I would do is I mm. would make Michael um, in this world, like, he's still a myth. And you could even build up to that or have him in maybe one of the segments or whatever. Like, you can completely mm. build a world. And I think that's the thing. You build a world around it. And people won't even care that Michael's in it. You keep him in that realm and and you you, you have kids talking about him or whatever. You can always fucking foreshadow it or whatever. I think that would be perfect because we haven't gotten anything as good as that since Trick or Treat. Michael Doherty back in the day now. Mm-hmm. There's been nothing. Yeah, that's 2007, right? I, I don't think that you can do – okay. The, the, the thing that I was really going to say about the, the – in terms of franchises and Halloween as a franchise, dude, what more can you do? He's Michael Myers and he's stalking. Like, it's the same shit. So when you have But him, it's all the same characters. Right. It, like, you don't have Rory. anybody new. Right. Like, Jamie right. Lloyd was related to Laurie Strode. Why? Like, right. Yeah, I like, agree. Get, a new story yes. and then it can be scary we don't know these people we don't know what they're capable of we know what this world is capable of put michael myers in a different Scenario. situation yep. and run rampant do not take away the slasher element of this right like michael myers is an icon for a reason you can't just remove him mm-hmm. from halloween like they already tried to do it it didn't work I didn't well, say remove them. I said build up to them. Like, that makes zero sense to do, in my opinion, at this point. They tried it once. It didn't work. Here we are. People love Tom Atkins. What do you mean it didn't work? <laughs> you know what I mean. People, are, well, people wanted Michael Myers. They didn't they get did. him well, in. Well, he just said in the movie. Right. No, you know, you know what? You're 100% right. What they should do is just wipe the slate clean, start from scratch, and be like, okay, so we're in this town of you can even use Haddonfield. Haddonfield, and just right. be like, you know what? There's this, there's this killer that's just stalking kids, and it's Halloween, and that's it. Right. And he's Michael Myers, and just and you that's know, it. And that's all you need. 
That's the thing. Right. Like it's so it's so but, simple. That's why it's good. See, what I don't understand is how can we figure that out? But like these 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 Hollywood big shots, like what is their problem? How does it I, I just don't understand why it's so hard for them to, you know, and they get paid the big bucks. We're making nothing. Well, all of their money makers for the franchise came with Jamie Lee Curtis, right? The ones that failed did not have her in it. So, but the problem is they were still using her story. You cannot use the heroine story and not have her in the movie, you know? Um, And if you're going to have her in the movie, you can't kill her off in the first five fucking minutes. Like that's one way to kill your franchise right there. Like, so they're doing it just all wrong. She thought, you know, if you listen back to like her YouTube panel from like back in the day, um, she thought H2O was it. You know, she did not want to do a resurrection. She read it. She's like, yes, we will chop his head off and be done with it. So, and then they were like, no, we can't do that. Sorry. They like misled her. And, but she's like, that's the perfect ending though. She's like, I'll let it come back if you kill me now, which again, again, you have to end the story that way. And, you know, that's why I think it's to Scream's advantage that from the jump, it's a whodunit slasher with new killers every fucking installment. Now, on paper, you can do that. Are you okay, Michael J? Oh, yeah. No, I'm good. See, I do this <laughs> I do this almost every show. I see how long I could do it on my knees for. But, uh, <laughs> apparently tonight it's not that long. <laughs> but I, I feel like it's one of those franchises that um, – and we've, we've talked about this on our show as well where – it's the only franchise that's completely consistent. It, it doesn't go different timelines. You know, Texas you Chainsaw. Scream. Scream, yes, absolutely. Halloween has done it several times. We've had several different versions of war. Yeah. You it's know? not as crazy as Texas. It, Texas is uh, – we're not – Texas yeah. Chainsaw is – I don't even know where to go. Oh, <laughs> don't even get me started with that one. Right. It's so convoluted, and I think that speaks, though, to the stories there or the lack of stories. Because really, I mean, with Halloween, with Michael Myers, yes, it's creepy. He's the boogeyman. You don't know who he is. He's just stalking the babysitter. That's scary. Mm -hmm. But then as four, five, you know, six, seven, they go on. It's like, yeah, you're right. This is getting ridiculous. You you know what they should do? What? After this one, I think what's going to happen is prediction for Halloween ends is that Lori and Michael are going to die simultaneously. Yeah, they have right. Like, what else can they do? I want that to happen. That's what I want to happen. And if it doesn't happen, I'm going to be pissed off. (laughs) Jamie Lee, though, she's been kind of hyping some crazy shit. Like the ending's going to be mind blowing. Well, she hyped Halloween kills. I don't (laughs) see. I'm I'm with you. But with that said, it does get the wheels turning. Like, what else could they do? And the only thing that I could think is something like bring it back to Halloween 3. You know, do something with the mass at the end and and do something crazy like that. Like, he was being controlled by the What do you mean? Are you about to do a spoiler? Oh, shit, you're right. Sorry, I forgot. (laughs) Oh, no, no. (laughs) But, like, something like that. So, I don't know. There's there's only so much you can do with such a simplistic plot. Hearsay with those and uh with with scream i feel like it's different because it's the only franchise that is continuous it still has the same character 
But I also think that we need a male babysitter in the next one. Yes, he stalks a male. It's his little brother, <laughs> Lonnie Stroh. I mean, I, I, yeah, I mean, I, I think that that that's warranted. I think that that should happen. Yeah, we gotta evolve. As well. Now, Mike, let me ask you a question. Um, there's been a couple news items that have dropped about the new uh, screen film. The biggest one is the fact that it takes place in New York City. Well, Canada, but that know. was yeah, yeah. That was the first thing I thought of was that damn takes Manhattan and and they're on a fucking boat and then they're in Vancouver and then how Alex is like. Manhattan is my favorite one. I love Manhattan. It's the best fucking one. No, it's fucking not. It's, not. it's fucking not. It's horrible. I love it's Manhattan. It's not good though. I like it. It's I know, but it's not I, good. I can't. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm like on the brink of the nineties. Got the music video. Like it, it feels I like was, I was disappointed. It feels like the eighties meets the nineties. Like that's perfectly. what it was. That's what like, it was. It embodies that moment. Perfectly, like <laughs> was it not? Sure. Well, the only thing that you know I, I took away from it, and that I still take away from it to this day, is how the fuck do you go from 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 whatever the fuck face Jason had when he took the mask off in the sewer down right. to a fucking like little child who you know <laughs> was like out there for oh I don't know. Um, and then that's the only thing, like. Yeah, it just, it really, that really just kind of, you know, because Seven was the first one that I saw in the theater. So I was all like, you know, big on that. I was like, this is great. And then when I first heard that they were going to New York, I'm like, wow. I'm like, he's going to a big city. I'm like, this is going to be the best fucking thing ever. And then I watch it and I'm like, he's not in the city. He's on a boat. He's on a boat. The whole time. And th th this is, and then when he gets to New York, you know, when I was younger and I first saw the thing, I thought he was really in New York. And then my mind was blown when I learned out they were in Vancouver. I'm like, okay, <laughs> this is not at all what I thought. The <laughs> only reason I'm okay with it taking place in New York, um, yeah. originally I had thought that maybe one of them is going to film school, but none of them, um, Maybe Mindy could have been going to film school because NYU, um, you know, they have great film schools there. But also Gail Weathers' show takes ah, place right. in New York. Right. So I think, mm -hmm. you know, minus Sydney, I think she just got a whole bigger role. Opening kill? No, no, no. no. Now, do there we, ain't, they ain't killing Gail. Do we if get they did that, would, they, would you be pissed off if they did that? Like if they killed her right in the beginning, would that piss you off to the end? Where you'd be like, fuck you, I'm done with you, fucking scream, you suck. It, no. It would be a wasted opportunity, um, I think. Like, I mean, you she's the last legacy character. She's the only legacy character oh, from the wow. original. Oh, I have oh, oh, I have theories. We'll get to my theories in a second. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, but she's the only one that is, you know, technically in the movie at this moment, right? Rennie was high on smack. Um she was. She was. <laughs> But she was injected with it somewhere in an alley, some you know. That looks like some yeah. dirty ass heroin too. Okay. With Bandana I Man. I, I like look like the guy that drugged her. Um, anyways. <laughs> no wonder she wasn't in Jason Goes to Hell. She got AIDS and died. Okay. She right, so. did. <laughs> Just like everyone else in the late eighties. Anyways. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but no, I would be pretty 
I, I don't think that they would be that disrespectful, honestly. Um, yeah. Unless there's some big reveal of Sydney's actually in this movie that, like, this has all been a big publicity stunt. Because, I you don't know, think so. I'm just saying it could be. Michael. I wouldn't be surprised. I yeah. would not be surprised. You know, it's if possible. Even, I, I like. Even if she pops up in the end just to usher in the next one. That's what like, I think you know, might happen. Yeah. But just I don't think it's going to be the opening kill. So no way. No I, I want to see it Maybe Kirby, Weathers but not Gail. through the uh through a studio though. I want to see a chasing. Because we did not get a chasing in Scream 5, which is unfortunate, but we didn't. So Gail Weathers is uh she has one of, if not the best, in my eyes, mm -hmm. chasings in the whole franchise in, in Scream 2. Like yeah. it's mm -hmm. my fucking favorite. Yeah, we need to some chasings. And uh, her phone call with Ghostface, uh, you know, while while obviously um, our beloved Randy died, um, that was one of like people don't give that movie and this whole franchise credit. If you break down each one of those fucking scenes, they're all very yeah. unique. I mean, outside in the fucking quad, and when Randy dies, and then you got the car crash scene with with them crawling across Ghostface. I mean so many iconic scenes throughout this franchise that I think that people kind of sleep on it. And when I say that, yes, the last one, they had several jobs. They had to reinvigorate it. They had to set up a whole different set of teams because they killed all of them in Scream 4. They're dead. There's no other new characters to follow. So when they're setting up all these other characters – while us as the public were not necessarily um, previewed to what is going on in the future, when they fucking bought the rights, when Spyglass brought, uh, bought the rights to this, I'm assuming they have more than fucking one in mind. So the fact that they got one already going does not surprise me at all. I think that from what Jamie Kennedy said, everybody, including the writers, directors, and everybody on set, they were pissed that Nev didn't get paid. But... I also look at this as an opportunity. You know, Scream has always had the opportunity to go, go Scream 3 route with, with, you know, hey, there's somebody from jail, it being, whether it's Stu or not, orchestrating a whole fucking, you know, bunch of killers on the outside. You can go so out there with it and, and it not involve Sydney. Can I go pretty out there? You can go as far as out there as you want, but I always feel like you can always bring her back. You can you can do a scream without her, and it won't be a detriment to the series. Actually, it might be kind of cool to get away from her. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, um, I think that uh, we're getting Hayden Pintier, aka Kirby Reed, um, mm -hmm. back. Um, but I think she is a third killer from the last film. No. Yeah. What do you mean? Uh, well, all right. Just they gave us that cookie, right? They did. Of uh, that Easter egg, not a cookie, Easter egg. Yeah, of you want to call when it. Richie is watching on his laptop. And, you know, oh. when I watch, um, you know, when I watch things or whatever, it does suggested videos or whatever, you know, and she was mm -hmm. never even talked about. So why is a picture of her coming up? I mean, I guess maybe if he was looking into the stab films, but he was just watching the stab movies. 
but they weren't stab killings. They were the Woodsboro killings. So, right. Um, I don't know why that would, you know what I mean? Right. But like right. It, it popped up on his thing. So it's very possible that she could easily be, have been a third killer. She mm -hmm. could have been a killer in the fourth one as well. Right. And I mean, because yeah. I mean, he only stabbed her fucking once. Right. And, and, and Jill you, could have been playing them both. When you leave them, yeah, maybe she's a, maybe, you know, her and Jill had something going on. Well, there's also rumors because, um, because Jill, uh, came out recently saying, she's like, they didn't pay her. She's like, Nev Campbell, Nev Campbell is queen. Like, I, I don't think I'm done with that franchise yet. Like, um, Emma Roberts would love to come back to the franchise as well as, because obviously nobody saw fucking Skeet coming back. And, the fact that they involve Matthew Lillard, you know, he's he's under the ghost face mask with the flamethrower and Jamie Camp Kennedy and everybody as far as voiceovers, mm -hmm. all that stuff. The fact mm -hmm. that they want to include them on every facet leaves it open to so many possibilities more mm -hmm. than ever. I, I was always mm -hmm. anti don't bring Stu back. That's a dumb idea. Now I'm thinking – well, what if it's fucking Stu and Jill teaming out? Like, can you imagine if we get Stu and Jill versus fucking Sydney in Scream Six and that they would... set it all up? Or yeah, go ahead. Let's let let's let's go one step further. Let's say Randy isn't dead. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna tell you what, he's he's not dead. He's dead. He's not dead. He's no, dead. no, no. Because I'm gonna tell you, he's not dead. Because when they supposedly killed him in Scream Two. I was devastated and I was ready to walk out of the theater and just like be done with the whole fucking franchise at that point. Cause you don't kill fucking Randy, the best <laughs> character ever. You don't do that. But so here's the thing. He's, but he's not dead. He's, that was just, I saw him when, when he was laying there, it was just ketchup or stage blood. I've used that enough in my films. I know what it does. Okay. And then you, you, like his eyes were open. I swear, if I pause it and slow mo it, you can see him blink. And if that's the case, then that means that he's alive. You he know, may be mortally wounded, but he's alive. Yeah. Yeah. She's just co-signed to it. No, but that just that just tells me that my idea is way more um, possible than what he's talking. More, so I'm not as crazy. More more than I mean, anything, though. I think I I just. I think that that could just, I mean, believe me, if and if he was a killer, because yeah. it met, oh, that's it, what I want. Like, them to go to New York, and he's hiding out in NYU. He's a he's a film teacher in disguise. And then now that they're in New York, he's going to go and he's going to kill them all because they killed him. No, Randy's going to be like the hero. See, that's what a, that, that has always been my thing. It's not necessarily, I mean, hey, you brought this person back. If you give them a fucking solid enough motive, I think it's great. Mm -hmm. Like if you brought Randy back and he was like, "No, fuck you, <laughs> tired of killing all my oh. fucking friends out of Woodsboro, fuck you." Mm -hmm. I, I mm -hmm. want to answer uh, James and the oh. Boys' question. Yes, here. James and the Boys. Um, because oh. I do have an answer. Yes. Um, if you want the Scream franchise to survive, it has to go on without Neb Campbell. If she, God forbid, died in a car crash in real life tomorrow, would you say there should never be a new scream now because it would be disrespectful? No, because she's not dead now. Um, take it for example, Wes Craven, right? He passed. They did a whole new scream movie. 
and they dedicated it in his honor. So no, I don't think if she died, but she's still very much fucking alive. So there's a big difference there. Right. Do, you, do you see what I'm saying? She, she may die in real life, but her character is not dead, which I think is more important than anything. People have to understand what what Scream as a and franchise what means. and what Sidney Prescott mm -hmm. has and become. represents. Now, this is not Kevin Williamson going, I'm going to go soft and do Dawson's Creek. Dude, he wrote Scream. He wrote these fucking kills. He's ruthless with his pen. Don't get it twisted mm -hmm. for a fucking second. But with that said, Scream has always differentiated himself from other franchises. For one, having one timeline, having character arcs because we have characters to follow throughout several different movies. And it has heart, dude. It has heart with Deputy Dewey. I mean, it's five was Dewey's swan song by far, and it was beautiful. It was beautifully done, and and they have such respect for their characters that they're not just gonna, oh, we're gonna kill them off for fucking, you know, uh, to for to surprise everyone. That that's not gonna work with Sydney. It'll work with any other character but hers. And she said too, I will not come back if you're just gonna fucking kill me. Which respects only her, but what's but what but what Wes Craven wanted in the original. And that's why she's the ultimate final girl. And that's why she's different than any other one because she mm -hmm. represents longevity. Now they can write her out of it. They can do anything that they want, but they're not just going to fucking kill her. It, it just seems like a wasted opportunity or it just seems cheap. Right. And I mean, you know, she, this is not the last we've seen a sitting press guy. I can guarantee no, that. Dude. Yeah, she can set out a dude. She can set out a movie one hundred percent. Fuck yeah. Um, but this is not the. It's her. Like she's still very much well alive. I am still not convinced she's not going to be in this film. I don't care what they say until that final end credit fucking rolls and the people come in and they're sweeping the fucking popcorn off the fucking floor. Yeah. I will mm -hmm. still think that she's gonna fucking pop up. Maybe I'm delusional. I'm a diehard fan. This is my favorite fucking movie. I have a ghost face tattoo. Like on her fucking foot. You know, like it's this was this is my curse of Michael Myers. So mm -hmm. I watched it every I day after school <laughs> for an entire year. I wore out my VHS tip. I got grounded from watching this movie because I prank called people with my clueless voice changer phone mm -hmm. and said I was really? going to get them like a fish. Yeah. I, I, I might be a little psychotic. Hey, I um, not sporadically. <laughs> hey, that's kind of like me. Holy shit. Yeah. So, You're the female me. I love it. But so yes, I'm very passionate about this, and I like I'm telling you, they're not just gonna have a movie without her in some capacity. I swear to God, like it would be, it would it would be disrespectful, especially because they're not paying her supposedly. You know, we don't know. So from we what, just know what people are saying, and why did this leak at a convention? That like, yeah, that, that makes make zero sense. sense. Like so. Well, I, she was there, and she had to answer question after question. It does seem weird, but. What Jamie Kennedy said, and, and he said he was listening to a lot of people around her. Yeah. It was not the directors. It was not the writers. Yeah. It's obviously the studio. But it's even the, even the studio, yeah. he said, mm -hmm. it was just one guy. It was one dude saying, I don't want to pay her that. Which everyone else so disagrees somebody with. should have forked it out of their other pocket. Because there's 100%. a 100%. And I agree. But mm -hmm. if you think for a second that that means 
that she's out of the franchise or they're done. Like she never they said she fucked was- up. They fucked up. She mm-hmm. just said she was not going to. Uh, she's not going out like that. No, she's not done. She. This is. It's her. They're character. gonna see if she's not in this film. They're going to see what happens. Yep. And if um. It, it's not it going to do as poorly, well. um, but I think they're going to leave it open. So if she's not in it, they are going to leave it open ambiguously for yep. her return for the 100%. next film. So that way they can make another one and make more fucking money. That's why I'm saying yeah. I feel like if she's not in this, this is a middle film of something bigger that we have no idea. And maybe she's using this. Maybe she was never even going to be in it. Who knows? If it's a know. ploy, if it's a ploy, because they did technically get us with Andrew Garfield. Like when I saw Andrew Garfield. And fucking Toby McGuire, I'm not gonna lie, I was like, whole oh, fuck. Like, like I, I was trying to hold it back. Like, I'm a fucking grown man, but like mm-hmm. I, I couldn't, dude. I was well, like, this is fucking unreal. But more importantly, because of the fact that it it was kind of spoiled, but not a hundred percent. Billy Loomis was spoiled in five. Billy Loomis by fucking Marley Show. Like, how can you yeah. spoil a character that's been dead? Right, right. And, was, <laughs> right. and that was spoiled. So that's why I have so much hope. And the one thing that Scream hasn't necessarily taken advantage of is using, you know, this next one as a jump off and connect the two. Have one kill revealed, have one get away. Do all these things. You know, you can set up all these things. But don't forget one fucking thing, too. These are the same writers, same directors that fucking reached out to Nev Campbell explaining how much... They fucking mm-hmm. love West Cri- and respect it and everything. I even heard the address is the year Wes was born in, in the New York uh, set. Like, just little things like that. Okay. There's so much fucking love and respect. I, I hate how people just, oh, they didn't fucking pay her, fuck her. Like, fuck them. Like, dude, no, it's not them. The writers and directors have no say over it. But I do think that they're smart enough to where if they had to write Nev Campbell out of this movie, that they could not only do so, but in my opinion, they can benefit because she'll always she can always come back. Use this mm-hmm. as kind of a oh shit, that was that crazy fucking scream in New York, and it went pretty wild, and it had nothing to do with Sydney because that's mainly everybody's complaint with the series. Oh, how many people are coming after this one girl? Well, if you make that so it's not the case, and then you bring back something like Stu and Jill for the final fucking whatever, epic. I, I think this franchise has, has flourished in so many different ways. If it stuck mm-hmm. the, the the ending, so to speak, I, I, I'm I like I'm excited, but this is the most reserved I've been ever yeah. about a scream film. Same. It's the most reserved I've been, um, just because I it, you it can go so many different ways. I hope it's not basic. Um, I think right. I think I think something big's gonna happen. I just don't know what. I don't think it'll be Gail's death though, and I don't. I definitely don't think it'll be Sid's death. So, I think we will see a few of the returnees get killed off. Though, like the twins. Yeah, I'm surprised that like, see, because like you, I tried to like you know um tamper my expectations for um i have to otherwise i'll go yeah. for things. see but the thing is i don't know how you do it because i try and i i can't i um, can't it's like, called anxiety medication well mike oh. have Can you I, have you heard my screen four story have you heard my um, screen no. No, um, um no 
What no. was your Scream 4 commentary? What was it? Oh, no, uh, not nothing like. Not Scream 4 commentary. Um, so I was super excited. Like, because it's been 10 years since the last one came out. And, you know, you're so disappointed with, um, you know, three. <laughs> and uh, I mean, I come around on it over the years. Like, it's not as bad as what. I whatever. dig it now. Um, yeah, for what it is. Um, but when they showed you, when it was on like TNT or was it Spike? And it was the uh, Scream Awards. Spike. Spike. Mm -hmm. Remember the Scream Awards back in like. They used to have it, like, I think we only did it for a few years, but yeah, and yep. Wes Craven awesome. and Emma Roberts and Nev Campbell, and they were all on stage and they're like, We're gonna show you the world premiere trailer of Scream 4. Yeah, and I was like, ah, I remember I that night, and I was so mm -hmm. fucking excited, like, I taped it, and um, <laughs> like, I watched that thing so many times, and I was just so hyped about it, like, I had it. I was counting it like I had 89 more days till scream. Really? Uh, yeah, 88 more days till scream. Like I was like, like I draw pictures. Like I was a psycho about it. Like I, I'm serious. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. Like my love. I, I know exactly how you feel. And you know, like, yes. no, it, it's like a big part of me. It's who I am. And uh, dude, the, I mean, look at my walls. The conversations, <laughs> dude. When we wake up you? in the morning, like it won't be like good morning. Just like. So percentage wise, what do you think the uh, chances that Stu will be in the next one? <laughs> you know, like literally nonstop around. Well, why here. did you do like the nasal thing? I don't do that. I just I that it was my vape. Okay. Anyways, um, so Scream Four, like I was counting it down, but I was getting like oh, like I was over hyping and being over anxious with it, and then like I had this was like the last time they did like midnight movie premieres. Um, yeah. so it was like 2011, obviously. Um, and so I, like, I used to smoke a lot of weed. I don't anymore. And, um, so I did like three big zong rips or bong rips, whatever you call it. And mm -hmm. I, I planned on, I had it all timed out perfectly to where I was going to watch one, two, three. And by the time I was done with three, I'd had enough time to make to the movie theater to see part four right at midnight. Oh shit. Like I had it. That's patient. Dude, yes. that's living with weight. I swear to God, dude, she's so serious about it. It's so fun, dude. Oh, I binged all the Stepfather movies today yeah, for she this She watched them all. So, yeah. Um, oh, wow. So, I know, dude. Yeah, I go hard. Yeah. Uh, so, um, <laughs> but no, but unfortunately, um, I must have had, like, some bad weed. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I only got to, like, the first couple minutes of Scream, the OG. <laughs> And I started to like freak out. I got really <laughs> hot and cold. I was like, I need a water. My ex handed me a glass of water and like my hand was like shaking like this. And I dropped oh. it, the glass shattered. I like prayed oh. to God. I was just like, please just make me feel okay. And it like sent me into like a really bad panic attack. And I've been on like anxiety pills ever since. <laughs> like, I don't know if I was it's too over. Funny, I don't but... know if I was too over amped or if it was the weed, but like it was pretty bad. So. I, I don't necessarily like telling that story, but if that's like it's the only franchise I'm like this with, so. Mm -hmm. Yep. But yeah, so <laughs> uh, so yes, I take anxiety pills, so I can be calm now. Kind of. Well, that's. Scream five. I had Xanax. Maybe that would help. No, we were fine. Yeah. I was, was fine with Scream five. Uh, well, actually, why don't you it. tell about the trailer? What trailer? What do you mean? The... Oh, oh, so okay. 
So we're seeing Scream um, in the theater. For its 25th anniversary. For its 25th anniversary. So we're watching it. I mean, listen, we've seen this movie how many fucking times? So we're like audibly yelling out all the lines, just having a fucking blast. But right. then it, it hit my phone and it was a um, notification. It was a notification because I'm in all the fucking Scream groups and everything. <laughs> it was a Spanish speaking. Screen. No, it said it oh, was. was it? It, it said that the screen tra- trailer leaked on TikTok. TikTok, right? And we don't have TikTok. I don't even have TikTok. So, but I, like, had to get so it. So I downloaded it. She downloaded it on her phone. Mm-hmm. We left the theater. We walked out, out of, of the theater. We walked out of Scream in the hallway, and people were, like oh, walking no. by, and were like, "Just please yeah. go." Just this is like a moment. Like, oh my god, we've been waiting so long. For and this. then it's in Spanish. And it was in Spanish. <laughs> Oh, uh, me. <laughs> but the thing is, at the end of the movie, like everybody's like, they're everybody's oh, everybody saying, everybody, the everybody was, was like, they're, they're saying it. that I can't find it. I was like, it's on TikTok. You were like, I got it. And everybody in the theater was like, where, where is it? Everybody's trying to get it. Dude, it was a magical moment. Like, I it, felt like such a G. People that fucking dick on theater experiences, like, haven't seen that. When we went to see Spider Man, dude. Like, I literally, my goosebumps had fucking Spidey Sense goosebumps on top of them. Like, the whole theater was just, I remember one kid just going, oh my god! <laughs> it was just, like, oh, so great. fucking awesome, dude, that, like, you can't mm-hmm. tell me that those aren't the funnest experiences. So, yeah. And also, too, um, when Dewey had his moment, um, there was like somebody looking at me, and I was like, in, "Dude, I was like bawling, like I was like, yeah, like, I was like, I was exactly, yeah, like I, like, yeah. like, I, I was like, I had an anxiety attack because I was just like, like this is well, like my it, best friend getting yeah. killed on screen, yeah, dude. I, I know that was a, that was fucking, that yeah. was tough. I that was probably the toughest part of that whole movie. Yeah, well. well <laughs> Your reaction to Loomis and stuff like that, while it seems fucking ridiculous and crazy and we like to make fun of you for it, I can <laughs> yes. relate. Yeah, And that was a moment, so I remember crying and I thought about your fucking ass. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I was like, fucking, this is how Michael J feels when he talks about Dr. Loomis. Like, see, it's see, real. The, the sad thing is, though, like, uh, it, you know, as you continue to watch, you know, Scream 5, it'll affect you less and less and less and less and less. But I'm so fucked up that like every time that I watch the shit, really? Yeah. I'm still fucked up over Rayleigh, dude. (laughs) Like I remember, I remember sitting opening night and you know, I'm probably the youngest one in the theater to be honest. And there's a bunch of like either high school or college kids sitting in front of me. I'm with my mom, my dad, or my mom, my stepdad and my sister. And mm-hmm. like, I mean, I watched Scream so many times in that past year before seeing this mm-hmm. one, you know, and I'm like, ah, the geek's going to get the girl. And like, you're yep. so invested. Yep. And um, when that happened, I was like, you know, because, mm-hmm. oh God, no. And I was bawling. I was like, this is too graphic. This is too graphic. And like the kids in front of me, they're like, oh my God, did somebody really bring a child? <laughs> I was like, you don't get it. They don't get and it. It, it wasn't like I was being a child. I was like, I just lost one of my fucking best friends that I hung out with every day yep. for the past right. year. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. So, so abruptly, too. So, and Dewey, like, you hear that music. Like, I, boom, I mean, boom, boom, boom. like, he was barely in part four. 
and yeah. you know and he was very corny and campy in three but those i don't know but there's he's always had teetered that edge they did him right and and this five, one dude. it's so emotional they it's did so, him right and you know yeah, they did um, I'm a little disappointed that he went back into the hospital. Like, I get mad at him. Oh, everybody. You know? You know. Yeah, I know. He shouldn't have done that. He really you shouldn't know. have done go, that. that was... Go back and be with Gail. Like, yeah. both of you, like, just get back together in real life, too, so I can live out my Gail and Dewey fantasies forever. Um, but, like, I was, I was heartbroken. Like, I'm such a mess that, like, I was literally so sad when they got divorced in real life. I know not everybody can make things work. It happens. <laughs> But like that broke my heart too, you know. And that picture and of them was not. Them. It was not. It was not Dewey. It, it did not look, look like him. him on the phone. No. So again, though, so in his trailer, he's got uh, uh, an urn for Tatum, which is nice. You go to Randy's house; they got a, a fucking shrine. They got a shrine to Randy. I love that. I loved it. I was like, I was like, that means he's alive. He's gonna come back, and he's gonna enjoy that shrine. Well, that's so what I want. So he did come back to do some voice work, obviously. They talked about it on the convention circuit or whatever. I I don't think that it's he's he's back like, you know, like you said. Like I don't think he's gonna be back as a killer. I do <laughs> I do think that he is the mecha he is like the Darth Vader. Like when I saw Billy, I'm like, eh, if I saw Randy, like I would have freaked. Like in screen three, that was something for sure, but like I think to bring him back in any way now because they've really opened up the doors with this last one with her mm -hmm. hallucination that opens things up for this franchise because we've never really oh, seen it, except maureen in, in three uh that was kind of weird but that was more like a dream right um the but monkey says he was supposed to get her and the original script of the original script you're saying that randy was supposed to get sydney or he was supposed to get Gail, the original script of the original screen. I'm, I'm he not. Yes, I'm thinking. I'm thinking. He's saying that that Randy was supposed to get Sydney, which, I mean, I I, I could see it, but well, yeah. it, it, that makes it so much more like tragic and and epic. I think with because Scream One and Scream Two, while very different movies, um, Scream Two was so. I think it's it's so crisp in that it kills off Randy. It doesn't pull any punches. I mean, that scene when he's chasing around Gale and then he and you think Dewey dies right there. I was gutted right there. I go right back. Yeah. He was really I'm like, no, please, no. This is horrible. Like when, okay, so when I first saw Scream 2, and you know, Randy died, and then you know, you thought that Dewey got it too, dude. I was like, I was like, you know what? They're double fucking me over. I said because first they kill Randy and he's fucking dead, yeah. And now they're gonna kill Dewey. Too. I'm like, this is fucking not fair. I'm like, you do not fucking do this in a fucking scream movie. This You're is this right. is not how the world Wait, should be. Did you right. feel Fuck personally this. attacked that they killed the Gimp? No, I'm glad that that happened. I, I think that, you know, I want that to happen. It needs to happen more so. And no. if I had my way, they would all just die. So. Oh, we know. I mean, the stupid ones, it, you know, if they're if they're smart like me, like I say, I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a normal person stuck in a crippled body. 
Like people like me are allowed to live, but the, the stupid ones that can't like speak or like blah, 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 fucking just curb stomp them. Like, like just Dr. let Sartain. them go. Sartain's done. Oh, oh, <laughs> yeah. No, uh, he's okay. talking about the original script, um, oh, which okay. brings up a point of Scream Two. Um, the original script. There have been so many fucking rewrites of these movies because like they right. don't want the endings to get leaked. Um, the original script of Scream 2, I remember that was huge. It got leaked. And it, the original killers, I believe, were supposed to be Derek, Derek and, and Holly. Holly. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But there were a bunch of them, and, and they do that purposefully. So, I mean, That's why they make fun of it in part three. Now, I like what we got. Now, we're doing a uh, Father's Day episode here on yeah, this, we should probably get to that, this huh? Monday. But I do <laughs> want to say that the one person in this entire franchise that needs to fucking die that remains unscathed is fucking Hank. <laughs> yeah, that cheating whore. Mr. <laughs> Mr. fucking Loomis I mean, himself. I he's mean, the one who got Marine killed. If he's... he married Debbie Salt, he's got to be tapped like on something. <laughs> so either make him the killer or he's got to be the opening kill. Bring that dude back. He needs to die. Thanks, Hank. We're on top of that. Um... <laughs> nice. <laughs> Or, you know, uh, Fred the Janitor. I know that was Wes Craven, but yes, that'd be a was. nice thing. Yeah. Yes. Um, All right. That'd be a nice throwback if they did that. It would. We need some throwbacks, I think. I think we need some, like, real flashbacks, not, like, like de-aged Billy. Well, like, since, no, since they did de-aged Billy, I want to see a Billy and Stu Maureen Prescott kill. For the opener. No, I want to see how one of them got into the bathroom in the first one if they can de-age him and, you know, like, that, maybe right. they were fucking one of the cheerleaders. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, but boyfriend Belly. Maybe she's a slut. Anyways, alright, so, alright, so, do we want to say anything else else about Scream before we cap it there and... We might bring it back once or twice more. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> but I think we've been talking yeah. for over an hour. We should get into our topic. I do have one thing because you know yes. I don't. I, I guess you realize it, but you know I like like little sound effects and noises and stuff. Well, oh, God. Yeah. I was pulling scream clips for a scream franchise retrospective. One of the other shows did, yeah. And I found something that that um still like a little noise that he makes. Play it with the phone. Yes. Oh play yeah. It. Here, here, hold on. He's like, he's like, he's like, and he's like, ah. Play it again. Oh, I love it. I love it. with the phone, Dick. You know, he actually really hit him with the phone. Dick. He really hit him with the phone. It was massive, <laughs> but yeah. And they left it in. Oh, oh. I, 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 I know so many people. Oh, yeah. Oh, see, I'm so glad you like this because I annoy so many people. Uh, with the phone, Dick. <laughs> and also we recently just learned uh, what was written on that little notepad on the thing it was um Stu's parents the memo board yeah wishing him a happy birthday he said sorry we missed your birthday we'll see you next weekend or whatever well uh the monkey we actually thought that Marine Prescott we were going to get a flashback of an opening kill of Marine right uh, that, we in thought this movie. or in in, in 2022's movie the last one that just came out I we, still we think thought you can we, do it. we thought that's what was going to be the opening kill so we got a non kill which was something new but so we could definitely go back to 
a previous victim. You can and and since they opened it up with fucking Billy being a hallucination, that opens everything because well, I thought I was it was a little Tarkin-ish, if you know what I'm saying, if anybody knows what I'm talking about with Rogue One. I'm like, all right, it looks a tiny bit off. Do you think anybody really fucking cares? Nobody cares. Like, that's Billy fucking Loomis. Let's go. Like, who cares? Well, another thing that they might do with this new one coming out, since they didn't kill Tara in the opening and the other one, they might kill her in the opening of this one. I don't think so. That's another theory. I don't think so. I'm just saying, well, that's never been fucking done either because it couldn't have been. Well, it's her and her sister walking outside New York City. I know. Well, that could be... Okay. You're right. You know what? I know. I know nothing. I know. We know nothing. I know nothing. No, it's probably it. going to be the chick from uh, the Light as a Feather or whatever. You think so? I think it's going to be um, something like we've seen in Joker, something live, something on TV. I think Gail is hosting her show, and I think Ghostface attacks somebody or tries to attack her. They don't get her. I think Gail survives this movie. But I do think it's a public because when you think New York, you think big, the big apple. So you think like it's got to be something big. Also, I think that it has to mirror the Scream 2 template somewhat in terms of openers. Like that opener, I don't care, dude. Like, so what you think it could be like her, like. Somebody at Gail's news station. Correct. Live I think it's on... going to take place at the news station or something. Yep. Something because like it that. was a public place in um, Scream 2. Uh, yep. The live theater. audience, maybe. Who knows? Yeah. Like, who, who the fuck knows? You know? Yeah. You could have so much fun with it because think about how crazy the Scream 4 opener is and that kind of twist that they did. They can do anything now and, and it'll be fun. Oh, wouldn't it be cool if like it was like Gail was talking to Kirby on the air? Right. And right. the killer is killing Kirby. Same like chasing her. Right. So many things. Yeah. Or, yeah. or or some one of them's doing a podcast and somebody's watching them do the podcast and then Ghostface just like comes up behind them and fucking whoosh, dead. I think that I happened in the TV like, show. I think that did happen in did the it? TV show. Yeah, because I think, like, I think, was, it, I think you're right. Yeah. And again, you can have her and Kirby, and then somebody's chasing Kirby, and she's like, you know, whatever. And then all of a sudden, boom, this ghost face where she's at, too. Whatever. I'm like, supposed it, to watch season three. How was that? No. Okay. Don't do it. Dude, don't, do, don't it. do it. It's horrible. So just tap it at two you and say one and two are in. Have you seen two? Two is good. Um, season two, yeah, I saw season one and two. Okay. I didn't see three, so no, anytime no, something has resurrection after it, it's probably best to avoid. It hey, Mark. Mark in the motherfucking house. Hey, I work with Mark all day, every day. I didn't know he spelled it with a C. Yeah, yeah, I and I didn't know that. his last name either. It's fucking Cash, man. That's amazing. Um, yeah, I love Mark. Um, no, and the monkey wanted to know for the Father's Day special, have you discussed the stepfather? Oh, we're getting ready to. Sorry, we're too caught up on fucking Scream yeah, 6. <laughs> movie that's not even out yet. I love how, in, I just want to, um, so in preparation of the show, Mike and I did absolutely nothing because of this, this right now, because we know every time. We get together. Mm-hmm. There's never, yeah. ever once been a shortage of fucking things to talk about. 
ever. We never. I mean, back in back in the original thing, we would never pre- like Vince would just be like, "Okay, we're gonna talk about this, 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 and this." Okay, let's do it. <laughs> right. Exactly. Why does everybody want to kill the legacy characters? I I think it's a Broadway play, play program, program production of Stab, and Gail gets hung from the lights or stabbed on stage. That if she was like went to go see it or something, that'd be dope. All right. But why is it gotta be Gail though? Because Gail's fucking no. Gail's so expendable. Dewey's no, the she's heart. she's not expendable right she now. Is. Not in this film. Maybe in the finale. Not in this film. See, I don't know though because Dewey. See, but the thing is, Dewey got taken out. So I would like to agree with you and say that 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 Gail isn't. See, I I agree that Sydney isn't. Sydney definitely isn't. But the fact that Dewey's gone. You're all wrong. Dewey, bless you. So I think Dewey's gone. They can, they can, bless you. Holy shit. Bless shame. you, Dan. They just because they take, you know, because they take. Okay. Okay. No, but just because they took, uh, I was going to say Gooey. They took Gooey out. No, they took Dewey out. So Gail, since they were kind of like matched, I think it's cool if they, you know. No. No. With no. Her. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just shutting you down. No. Hear no. me out. No. Randy died in okay. in two, and then it right, took, and I'm still butthurt over it too. And then it took three movie, three more movies to kill off another mm-hmm. legacy member from the original. So right. like, you can't kill her in the next fucking installment. You just can't. You can't kill either her, her or Sydney. You just can't. Like, I'm still not recovered from Dewey. That's too much. My brain can't fucking handle it. Like, I will go into a tailspin. Yeah, but now that Dewey's blood gets her too. No, she can't. <laughs> no, no. I think she's um, going to deli- I think we're going to get. I'm being careful. I think we're going to get the old Gail back. The one that yes. that was such a bitch. Which is That great. went back and forth with Sydney. Yeah. I think we're going to get something similar. She's going to banter with. Someone, uh, so, probably Melissa. So I, I think that Dewey um, in Scream Five, or that, Sam, I guess that was his yeah. swan song, right? Now I do yeah. think that not only will Kirby survive this as well, I think for this movie, Gail will not only survive, but this will be her movie. I mean, look, you have an opportunity here to, if you're dealing with three of them, okay, all of a sudden now we got two. One's not doing it. That leaves one option. To think that the writers don't have a version where this is Gail's movie and and Sid doesn't sign on, they had to. They had to have something. I don't think that they're like, this is our script, and if it goes this way, it's going to be mint, and if not, well, this is our back one, and it's going to suck. I think they're very talented writers, and I think that they love. Not only this franchise, but they know these characters just as much as we do. And and I've seen them do interviews. Like, they're very fucking dialed in. Like, they love this shit. So I think that gets lost on people, especially because with this one and the Sydney news uh, or the Nev Campbell news of her not coming back. Dude, don't forget, these are the people that did all these great things with Scream 5 and are reuniting all these ex-cast members and bringing everything back in a way where it feels organic, yet it's setting up the future 
I think that there's a lot of story that they have left to tell. And I don't think for a second that they were like, we're going to get the Scream franchise and do one movie. Like, what? No, dude, they planned this shit for a minute. They know they knew they were going to New York before they fucking left Woodsboro the last time. Before they even killed Officer Judy. <laughs> Officer Judy. Yeah, that was um see I don't I mean I'm ready for whatever happens. I just want Randy to come back. Is but that Father Mahoney himself that I just saw? That is that nosebleed. is Father Mahoney Father. Who's nosebleed? I do not I don't know. I uh, if Dan Chase tells me not to forget, guaranteed I will forget. That sounds like a Mike Merriman. Nosebleed seats. I mean, look, if you're in the fucking nosebleeds, then you might want to fucking make a couple moves, homie. Um, all right, so why does Lacey look like she's about to cut someone? <laughs> I don't. I don't know nosebleeds. Do I, well, yeah. No, I told you I was. Um, uh, you know, from. Uh, Manhattan early. I was gonna shoot up Remy. I don't know. <laughs> like, so, yeah. Right. Remy. Exactly. You don't need Lacey Lou to cut you. You already have nosebleeds, so you're good on the blood section. Yeah. Of that. No, we don't get the nosebleed seats. <laughs> exactly. I, I don't know how that feels. No. We're front row, motherfucker. town, bitch. Celtics for the Mahoney. finals. Father Mahoney, love you, bro. Bruins guy. Yeah, yeah. Represent. Yes, sir. All right. Should we get into our main topic of this show? Yes. All right. Yes, we should. Yes. Now, in preparation for this, we watched a bunch of movies. Now, I want to pose a question. Yes, please do. So the theme of this is bad dads and horror. Yes. So, um, oh, um, can you read what I brought up? No one got. Uh, Sorry, monkey. Uh, I'm trying to see what the hell he brought up with me. Um, Come on. Scroll let's... back. That was monkey, right? Monkey. Wait, around. Oh. Oh. It's the it's... daughter of who is the killer of Gail. They want new actors who they don't have to pay as much. Gail's daughter wants revenge on the main cast for ruining her childhood. I mean, that's basically like a Roman situation kind of thing, but Gail doesn't have a child. Okay, so that we're aware of at this point. Here's the problem with uh, Scream with the first couple of movies. Now, it's not a problem, but it would be if you brought back lineage. Now, you have Maureen and Sydney, you have Billy and his mother. You have obviously Roman as the brother or whatever. That leaves two other. That's I'm sorry, three total killers that weren't related. You could get a nephew to the right. (laughs) Exactly, and that's why even in the new one they fucking killed Kyle Dalmer because he was related to Stu, which is hilarious and probably the most unnecessary part of that whole entire movie. But um, to go lineage with this, it seems to be overdone. What you want to do now is expand. If you're going to have somebody in the ghost face costume, do something different with it. You can do a lot of different things and have a lot of different motives. But I I think that to have the daughter of so-and-so or the kid of so like we have that lineage to continue our main characters like Randy Meeks's, you know, uh, niece and nephew, 
But I think to 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 just to, say to, to today, Junior. To, to, today, we're mm-hmm. Russo. It's Russo. <laughs> I hate you all. Yeah, that's the best. <laughs> Anyways, um, oh, God, I can't do it. I'm all right, so. We're done with the screen talk for now. I'm sure the next time we do this, we will have a whole other flower discussion because can't get enough of it. Yeah. Um, yes, and I now I know that is definitely that is Mike. Mike. It is Mike. Yes. Of right. course, it's Mike Merriman. So for our bad dads in horror, I would like to know who is the first bad dad in horror in a horror film that comes to your mind. We'll start with you, Michael Day. And everybody that's listening, uh, feel free to post who you feel in the comments. Except you might. Um, <laughs> well, can I can I show you a clip of who I think about that? Please, please. Go. Do okay, it. Here we go. Here we go. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Daddy, can I fly it now? Okay, in just yes, a minute. I want to fly it. Uh-oh. <laughs> And the kid is hamburger helper. Um, Hamburger helper kid. Because the fucking father didn't fucking watch him. Just let him fucking wander to the street. A little fucking kind, and then my little fucking daughter is saying, I'll let the baby go on the fucking street with the fucking 18 wheeler fucking coming and gonna fucking run him over. Dude, he knew knew 18 wheelers came flying down that road, too. Yep. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Wow, that was fucking amazing. (laughs) I gotta say that, like, I'm looking at Jack Torrance right over here at the top of the screen. That's what comes to mind, uh, personally. But I also feel like that wasn't him. That was more of, uh, you know, the hotel. Hang on, Mike. If I send you a clip, can you play it? <laughs> um. Well, see. It's gonna take. It's gonna take me a few minutes because Let's I have to uh, oh, convert gosh, it and all that good. stuff. It's... But just, but just so you know, for next time, like I can play like clips and all that stuff. So if you guys think of something like. I can always throw that in there. <laughs> right on. That first one. Because I have. Because I, 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 I do have this too. Hold on, wait. Let me see. Play it. Because we're talking shit. about Jack Torrance. Hold on. Your whole fucking life to think things over. What good's a few minutes more gonna do you now? Stay with me, please. Don't hurt me. I'm not gonna hurt you. Stay away from me, Wendy. Stay away, darling. Light of my life. I'm not going to hurt you. You didn't let me finish my sentence. I said, I'm not going to hurt you. I'm just going to bash your brains in. I'm going to bash them right the fuck in. (laughs) (laughs) Aw, that's like us on a Saturday night, baby. Um, no, the first bad dad that comes to my head is, um, daddy from, um, the people under the stairs, you know, oh him my and God. That, uh, when, <laughs> when he, when you he's fucking in the like, um, bondage, like yeah. SMN fucking outfit shit yes. and he's chasing Roach and he's like, I got him, I got him, I got him, I got him. <laughs> wow. Yeah, 
and like he's dancing around. Fucking and, that dude yeah. from Silver Bullet, man. He's creepy he's, as he's shit. He's also in Twin Peaks, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yes, that is that Michael J. Mike. Uh, yes, that is party. me. We talked about that actually for like 20 minutes earlier yeah, in the show. You missed Too it. Too bad you weren't there, you fuckhead. Anyways. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> yes, Father Mahoney. Yes, indeed. Um, yes. Yeah, so, continue. Uh, yeah, so did you watch any films uh, for this discussion, Mike? Um. I was going to go back and watch The Stepfather because I saw Joe Bob did it, but I didn't get around to it yet. So maybe tomorrow I'm going to get to that. But I have seen that numerous times. Um, the thing with Joe Bob, though, is he does it. He makes it like, yeah. okay, it's like an hour and 40 minutes, let's just say. But with Joe right. Bob, and then like he, it's hours. like two hours. No, it's, yeah. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. No, yeah. that's the only thing. I yeah. mean, I, I, I do enjoy it, but there are times like I can't. I don't know if it's just me getting older or what, but I cannot like put it on it because I will fall dude, asleep. Dude, I am the same I will. way. I get a lot of shit for this, like, and I don't say this a lot publicly, but this season, fuck, I'm, I know I'm going to get shit for this. This season of Joe Bob, um, in terms of his movie selection, has sucked mm. ass. No, it's in like my no. So like, I'll have just watched a movie for the first time, or have just recently watched oh, something, and yeah. then he covers it that fucking week. That week, right? And I'm like, I just, just watched, watched it. it. Yeah. Yep. So like, the little girl who lives down the lane watched would have it. loved to watch that with Joe Bob, but right. like, I just watched it, so I like, and it's kind of like a not a movie you want to watch back to back. Michael Douglas is all creepy. Oh, he did do that one. Yeah, I, I didn't. Oh no, he's oh, done. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. He's done what? He's done two Donald films this season. I know that much. Yeah, but well, it. it's just, it's not my speed. And I'll be the first one to admit that, like, I'm a basic bitch when it comes to horror. Like, I don't necessarily love going outside my comfort zone. Now, I think mm -hmm. that Joe Bob, as far as, like, really venturing out there, like, movies on the fucking fringe that people don't know about, um, I think he's achieved that. I'm just saying it doesn't jive with Oh, you're my... not even awake at 9 o'clock on a Friday night. You're right. <laughs> you're just not. So uh, I watched The Stepfather recently. You kind of watched it. I kind of watched it. I probably yeah. fell asleep. Yeah. No, I watched... <laughs> I did not even know there was a part three. Dude, okay, there are like two. You parts. so you did find part three to watch. You did find part. Three did, it, was Tubi, Mike, it was on Tubi, dude. Mike, she goes. It is on Tubi. Mike, I'm very. I mean, I commend you because not many people would go that route. I mean, I've seen three. Oh, you know, I had a fucking blast. Not many dude. people would go that. Yeah, take I, a, take us through your journey because watching anything with Lacey Wu, she's like, all right, you want to watch a Land Before Time? We're watching all forty-two <laughs> in a row. I think there's five lane before time. Exactly. Right? So, so um, that's it. I feel like there's fourteen. There might be six, but so, I think it's five. But she, but you, you say you're a completist. Like she'll make movie marathons out of anything. She's like, oh yeah, we're gonna watch fucking um, a, a rock movie. Well, I'll find another rock movie that goes with, and like we'll just make a whole thing of it. And it's fantastic. I see you guys do that, and I gotta tell, I commend you for that. That is awesome. It's all her. Well, I have like to. Your like, theme, you know, your theme things that you do. I love that. It's yeah. fun, dude. No, so, like, we have a blast with them. But with the stepfather, I was like, eh, kind of, not really. 
But at the same time, it's John Locke, which, I mean, if anybody's watched fucking Lost, I mean, it's one of the best fucking shows ever. One of my wait, favorite wait, characters wait, ever. Wait, it's, it's, it's this guy? Hey, don't you walk away from me. You don't know who you're dealing with. Don't ever tell me what I can't do, ever. <laughs> don't tell me what I can't do. Yes, yes <laughs> motherfucker. But then, but then you go you go to, like, crazy deranged John yeah. Locke, which is... Which, Where have you been? Showing the Morton house to some folks from California? Don't lie to me, Jerry. What? I called your office today. I didn't get a message. Of course you didn't get a message. They said you stopped working there several days ago. What? The receptionist said that you left. That idiot! That new girl can't be... Susan, I never got anyone fired in my life, but that girl, I don't know. You mean you still work there? Of course. Where else would I be? I don't know. I just, I don't know what I thought. I'm sorry. This is very upsetting. Old man Grace is still there. No, forget it, honey. Forget it. She probably just got the name wrong or something. Hodgkins, what's to get wrong? What did you say? Huh? Wait a minute. Who am I here? Jerry. Jerry. <sighs> Jerry Blake. Thank you, honey. <laughs> All right, now, now, can you go back to the Matthew Lillard stew clip? You hit me with the phone, Dick. Yeah, I hit me with the phone, uh, Dick. Uh, you hit me with the phone, Dick. <laughs> I have, I have, I have more scream. Did you know that? I have more scream here. Hold on, wait. I love it, Dick. Yes, I piss. I piss off so many people because we are. Uh, hey, did you know we have a um, you know, Candyman, right? Yeah. Well, there, there, there's a new kind of uh, of horror person in town. Here you go. Watch this. Creepy man. <laughs> <laughs> That's 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 all thanks to Mr. Poe from uh, Near the Wells and Fucking Handyman. <laughs> <laughs> Never underestimate the power of the handy. I love mm -hmm. Wow. I'm trying to find my other. Uh... Oh my god. Now, um. <laughs> Can you play that again, Mike? One more. Time. Just one more time. I'm trying to find it always. <laughs> the first time the first time i saw that and actually i still if i like look straight on at that i jump every time when he goes like, like that i fucking jump every time oh it's your fucking mouth oh my god all right all right, all right. Oh. Yes. yes, uh yeah, before we get into the stepfather, I guess uh, yeah, okay. we'll binge watch, we'll end with that. Sure. Um yeah, yeah we did watch the burbs. <laughs> and would you consider Tom Hanks a bad father in this movie? Like cause his obsession just overtakes him. Is he a bad father? 
Please tell uh, me you got the gurney scene. Um, shit, I do, but I didn't convert it yet, so that'll be in for the next one. But I don't have it in here right now. Yeah, but it'll it'll be in. Um, uh, do yeah, I think? I yeah. mean, Is he, he went. To, I mean, he went to like say can't satanic uh, chanting and all that shit. I mean, you know, you no, got. They you know got, that we know that they know that we know. And you know all that stuff. Um, trying to think of the different. Pro- I mean, I I think. See, I don't know if he's a bad dad. Um, well, I mean, Art, he's not paying attention to his kid. Well, yeah, he's not. Um, and Art doesn't have kids, I don't think. But I don't think he'd be that great of a dad. No. Um, Rumsfeld, Rumsfeld definitely would not be a good dad. He's fucking Mr. Artillery Man. Um, so, I mean, and he did the whole satanic chant thing i mean he he broke into somebody's house and dug into their basement <laughs> so deep that they hit a gas line so you know i i just you know and then they found the funeral <laughs> no see i would totally be on board if Corey Feldman could still act and if he was looking over the lane now, like, right. you know, the burbs too, like, and he's the paranoid one. Do you think that in his current state with the angels, he, he has that acting or, or, ability well, in him? I think he could play the, like a Bruce Dern character. He could play, but yeah, he'd play the crazy oh, one. Yeah. And then we get somebody like, oh, God, who, who could do, like, maybe like a Zac Efron. Even. Get Colin Hanks. Know. Oh, that would be dope. Colin Hanks. You know what? That would be fucking perfect. Or an Adam Brody. Or an Adam Brody. Yes. You know Adam what? Brody. Yeah, I could, I could see that, too. I definitely yeah. could see that, too. Yeah. Yeah, I think we could definitely do a Burbs, too. Oh, and you could totally do, uh, what's her name? Carrie Fisher's daughter, who she's fucking blown up. Well, yeah, she could be the wife, yeah. Yeah, sure. she could be, you know. Or she could be the crazy bitch because she plays those well too. <laughs> what? Right? Yeah, she got, yeah, exactly. There's so many possibilities. No, uh, we we decided to watch this. Look for for bad dads. We could have watched so many right. different ones, but we just wanted to have fun with it. Uh, you chose the Burbs. It's and- a perfect summer. Father's Day weekend movie. It's a great fucking summer movie, and it's just it's a like really out so much fun. Mm-hmm. It's so much fun, man. Yeah, it just embodies summer. So. Hey, Pinocchio, where are you going? Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, the best part is literally when he's like, take me to the hospital. I'm sick. Mm-hmm. And he throws himself on the gurney. Nobody takes him, puts him in the ambulance. So he literally he's- picks up the gurney and throws himself into the ambulance. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like the best part, straight up. Yup. <laughs> no, and... uh connection back to scream or aka scary movie why don't you go for it uh the another guy. bad dad what's the what's the guy's name the, the ray guy? ray or no um art art yeah is it art <clears throat> he uh he's uh cindy prescott's dad in scary movie where he's trying to get her to hide the code oh yeah shit that's right 
And it's was the dad. Yeah. When he's doing the cocaine speech in Scary Movie, it sounds very similar to the speech that he's doing to the reporter at the end of this of this movie, and it's fucking hilarious. I love it. And wasn't he kind of like hitting on his daughter in the Scary Movie? Oh yeah, it was. There was tons of creepy shit. Yeah. So he definitely played a bad dad. So it's connected, folks. It is. He's the worst. But he see, is. these days we gotta have a sequel. And you could easily wow. have him back. He could still be living on that lane. I want him on the show. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, what else did we watch for the Bad Dad movies? Oh, we watched fucking, speaking of Zach Efron, we watched fucking him in the new Firestarter movie. Oh, yeah, we did, which is a dad. How movie. was that? Oh, not good. my How God, that? dude. It was not no. good. Dude, the, the dialogue. I was- Mm. The dialogue was so. I haven't even posted that I watched that yet. Because you're embarrassed. A little bit, because everybody's like, "You've been watching fire ass movies," and then I got fire starter. He no, the dialogue <laughs> is so bad. You know how everybody sucks Stephen King's dick as they should. He's brilliant, but some of his shit is completely long winded, and his dialogue is super cheesy. I do feel like they took specific lines like right out of the book because they just don't fit in like modern day anything. And uh, mm-hmm. please stop trying to make Zach Efron. We're not making him happen at all. He did a movie with- Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, so Zach Efron is sexy. What the fuck? No, you, what were you I saying? mean, he was good in Charlie St. Cloud. I'll give him that. He was really good in Charlie St. Cloud. I don't know. It Fuck like, you. It <laughs> we just watched him actually get punked. Yeah. Oh, we've yeah. Been exactly. re- yeah. We've been rewatching uh, reruns of punks. Yes. And Which has been fun. It, it has been. And Zach Efron got punked. Uh, he was in a store and um, <laughs> they. Somebody came in and took the cash, the till cash, so they thought they got robbed. <laughs> and he was like, I was going to give you these free pants. He's like, I don't need your free pants, man. And and, I- <laughs> and just for the record, um, he gets a pass because he did a Coen Brothers movie. Uh, Justin Timberlake does, Mike. So go fuck mm-hmm. yourself on that one. I didn't even catch that last question. Yeah. Um, it was too yeah, well, quick. Yeah, Mike. I can't read Mike, why don't you just call on the show and have the conversation with us? Yeah, you fuck. Do you have the number, Mike? Uh, I do. Let me pull the... Where is it? Hold on. I gotta go to my garage. He is. I gotta go to my garage. Um, (laughs) (laughs) He said, bro, it ain't your show. He just said it wasn't my show. Did he not see the... Um... Yeah, apparently um, he's late to the show because actually, Mike, this is our show now and um, we have every ability to just fucking kick you off right now. <laughs> <laughs> just actually, I did block somebody once did by you? mistake. Oh, I man. did because we got spam comments from like YouTube or something from some sex worker or somebody like advertising sex, so I blocked them. Or I meant to block them, but instead I blocked this other person by mistake. <laughs> well, if uh, Mike Merriman starts selling his pussy he in said, here, then he's blocked. He said, I thought you two were guests. <laughs> no, Mike. You are clearly fucking um, misinformed, miseducated, and um, underperforming on every level. All right. Now, <laughs> back to our main event. Um, now, what else did we watch? We watched Firestarter. Man, I think we watched a lot of movies for this. 
Is that it? You you did watch. Um, you talked about watching a movie that oh, really? uh, was one of my favorites. Yes. Uh, and I have to go back down here. Jesus Uh-oh. Christ. I have to organize these things better. That's the problem. I think you said it uh, very eloquently, though. Jesus Christ is very <laughs> relevant in this next I mean, <laughs> Do you like how it says? I mean, he is, really. Yeah. I'll play this real quick. Trixie, come on. Come, Trixie. Trixie, come on. What you doing, boy? <laughs> My dog. She, she's under your car. Oh, well, let's see. <laughs> ah! Help me grab his legs. Help me grab his legs now! Come on! Edward March? You think that's an innocent man there, don't you? Well, it's not. Think anyone knew about that, did you? But God saw you. Dad, don't please. And you can't escape God's wrath. It's so good, though. I feel like that dude is the template for the old uh, creepy pedophile dude on Family Guy. Now, with the vest and everything, that sounds. Now, I, I feel like I can't really talk about him being a dad, a, a dad, my dad, my um, dad. a bad dad yeah. without um, spoiling the movie. So um, if you don't want to hear a spoiler here for frailty, if you haven't seen it. Um, First of like, all, shame on you. Yeah, like go away for a couple minutes um, and then come back if you don't want it spoiled. So I'm going to give you 10 seconds and then I'm going to go into a spoiler. So. <clears throat> we need a spoiler. Um, I have to. Yeah, we'll we'll get more of these. Yeah, we need a spoil, spoiler. Spoiler <laughs> alert. Then we'll, we'll we'll do this again. Uh, <laughs> All right, these that's enough time. So, spoiler. Yes. Um So, I think the only thing that really made Bill Baxton a bad dad in this movie a bad dad. Um, is the fact that he didn't kill his son, who was a demon. He should have fucking did it. Because he could have saved more lives by killing his son. Right. Right? Don't you guys agree? 100%. I mean... Yeah. I wonder... I mean, it's weird, though, because it's almost like, you know, he was was, um, kind of like, I guess, maybe passing it off as other people or I don't know, going into other or taking out other people instead of who he should have been taking out, which is horrible. I don't know why the fuck you do that. Just kill your fucking kid. Well, that's what he I was would on do. the list. The one thing that I never noticed is that I guess later on in life he, he became a serial killer. Well, yeah, that he was a demon. But the but, thing is, you can't kill the demon until he comes up onto the list. Right. But as a demon, though, so now as a demon, did he think that 
he was killing demons? Did he have like, you know, false visions or was he just a serial killer? Like, did what his dad do just fuck him up? Or like what you said, no, that was like, literally he's a demon. Like he's fucking evil. So he doesn't need an explanation. The one thing Dan didn't notice was the last third of the movie because he was asleep. That's says the motherfucker. Mike, don't even actually. Get this started. was a movie he stayed up for. <laughs> this he motherfucker. Did, he did fall asleep on the stepfather, but yeah, that's it. <laughs> he did. Whatever. I'm on like fucking anywhere from 100 to 150 milligrams of edibles. Something that moment. you might not now never know nothing about, Mike, with your little fucking five bangers with your little 2.5s. Oh, I'm going to take two 2.5s tonight and spread them out. Anyways, so. all right. Quit talking shit. <laughs> hey, don't you walk away from me. You don't know who you're dealing with. Don't ever tell me what I can't do, ever. <laughs> I love how he's like, I love how he's like, don't tell me what I can't do ever. And he fucking emphasizes that ever. I'm like, listen to it. Hold on, listen to it. Listen hey, to don't it. Don't you walk away from me. You don't know who you're dealing with. Don't ever tell me what I can't do ever. We found another costume for Dan for uh, Halloween. John Locke is bald. Oh, what dare you? I had to get it all, Um, but yeah. So, yeah. Well, but yeah, Frailty is an epic fucking movie. Oh, Frailty's so good. I I mean, there's so much to discuss. Like, it's basically like, as I like to call it, the uh, fucking Matthew McConaughey's The Kaiser Soze, um, this thriller film. Right. And and it is, um, you know, as much as people want to look at it like it's not um it's definitely a commentary on the other side of it where like kind of what mike was alluding to earlier in his stupid ass fucking comments where it was uh people do crazy shit uh in the name of the lord you know they use they use god as an excuse for anything a lot of the times Mm -hmm. to kill and stuff like that so that's what I think makes this particular story very disturbing because, you know, uh, spoiler again, but that's not what it is. Um, it is real, and that's that's what makes it even fucking cooler. But, um, yeah, I, I love anything that has, like, a real-life side to it. Whether, whether it turns out to be, you know, fiction, nonfiction, or not, it's a commentary on that. I love it. Uh, Bill Paxton also directed this movie. It's fucking fantastic. It's one of those movies where I, as a kid, I rented. And as I watched it, I realized that there's something in between these slasher movies, like all the Jason movies that I rent and all these kind of schlocky type movies. And it's not necessarily straight up horror. Like there are actually stories here. There are actually things to say. There are dynamics to characters. There's commentary on social issues. There's all these things. And I kind of got that at a young age. And it's one of those movies that that really sparked it for me. And I love this movie. Yeah, it's it's nice and twisty. And uh, it's easy to follow, actually. I know a lot of people, like, think it's, like, convoluted, but, like, once you, like, How? if you're, I don't know, probably if they fall asleep like you. Matthew do. McConaughey could follow it. All right, all right, all right. Uh, yeah, I think oh my that... My God. 
what was the fuck was that? That fucking <laughs> Do it again. My God. <laughs> I love Cody. Hey, don't worry, you guys will end up as sound bites soon enough. Wow. <laughs> oh, we know. I'm sure we'll get some. What do you mean? Um, <laughs> there you go. But um, yeah, so no, I'm I'm curious here. How how could you not mention the mean dad and curse of Michael Myers? Oh, dude, John like, Strode. Yeah. Oh, did you, did no. you drop the fucking ball here, or is there a John Strode? You know, I was I was thinking about that. I wish I would have picked that clip. Michael J. Picking myself because I didn't grab that and i should have and, what and that's the matter that's, with you huh i am i am fucking horrible i cannot believe that i i just I oh don't my like God. That. all right i'm hitting you with the phone i'm upset with you well yeah that would uh shit if i could find it i can't fucking find it it's down here further they need to make this thing bigger so i don't have to scroll <laughs> All right, should we get into the stepfather talk? Yes, I do think that John Strode though is probably the worst out of anybody. Uh, yeah, he's a total dickhead. He's so horrible. like he's so angry for no I've... reason. No, and he's okay. Uh, I am kicking myself, I, dude. You know, because it's weird. I thought about that last night. I shit you not. I'm like John Strode. I'm like so. I'm pulling clips, and I'm like, I gotta pull this. Gotta pull this, and then. Fuck! Totally slipped my mind. God. That's called a fail. But That's you know a what? fucking major fail on my part. Doctor Loomis would be very upset with Don't you. Don't say that to Mike. He'll fuck. Oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um. Yeah, so to uh, The Stepfather. Yes, I did watch all four of these films, the first three <coughs> and the remake. Um, I, For some reason, I didn't fully remember The Stepfather. I remembered the sequel a lot more. Yeah. Um, I don't know why I remembered that one more. Because um, the first one has Jill Sholin and, you know, Terry Quinn, obviously. Right. And then Terry O'Quinn reprises his role in the sequel. He is in two. He is. Because um, I didn't watch two or three. Yeah. So, all right. So, let me take you on this journey Please of two do. and three. Yes. Um, let's skip and talk about Paul Rudd. No, we're not doing that. Um, <laughs> I, could, I could go for days. <laughs> so, yes. we don't need to do that's the next episode. We're at the two-hour mark. Let's go. Yeah. Um, so uh, for The Stepfather 2, he breaks out of a psychiatric ward. Um, mm-hmm. like Because this therapist is like literally the stupidest therapist in the world. And he was like, no, we're making progress. So security guard, you can go outside. I'll buzz you if I need you. And so yeah. he fucking buzzes. Smart, it. So like um, John Locke ends up Oh, did we lose? Can you hear us? I can hear you, yeah. I don't know how our camera got unplugged. I would no longer be. Oh, hang on. There we go. Technical difficulties are right. How did that even happen? That's weird. Um, But yeah, so he fucking, it's so fucking stupid. But like, so the therapist is making it so like, 
he's all um, like reformed or whatever, so he trusts the security guard to go outside. Right. And then John Locke, Terry Quinn, I'm just gonna call him John Locke. Just call Locke, Locke yeah. yeah. And so he <laughs> drops something, and the therapist pushes the thing, the button, and the fucking security guard comes back in. And he was like, oh no, he just dropped it. It's fine. Go ahead and go back out. And he was like, yeah, I'm really sorry. And so like, he, he like starts to write in his notes, like, ah, oh, he's reformed. He's such a good guy now, <laughs> even though he murdered all these fucking families and their children. Cause he just wants to be a stepdaddy so fucking badly. And um, he ends up stabbing the therapist in the fucking back of the neck. And he, he ends up hitting the button, and so the guy comes back. In, <laughs> he buzzed him in, and then he yeah he buzzed the the security guard in, and then he kills him, and that's how he escapes. And but the thing is, he took the therapist's credentials and starts his own therapy practice. Oh, nice! And this is how he finds women. Makes sense. <laughs> like like they wouldn't shut that down immediately. Right, and the two women that are in this group uh, is Meg Foster and Caroline Williams. Of course, and uh, Meg Foster has a son who is played by none other than Jonathan Brandis. Hey! That was a surprise to right? see him. Yeah, yeah, I was, I was, I was like, what do you mean? Oh, um, yeah, Brandis. no, I love him. Rest in peace. Um, you know, he was in it. Sidekicks. Sidekicks. Uh, he was Side in the Sequest. 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 Uh, Ladybugs. Yeah. Yes, I think we just named every movie he was ever in. <laughs> he was in an episode of Saved by the Bell, the college years, if anybody was curious. Jonathan Brandis did more in his short life than I've done in my entire life. And guys, we will go back and read your comments after. Um, I just want to get the spiel done of these two movies real quick. We don't have any Sequest. Sorry. <laughs> no, <guys>. sorry. Um... <laughs> <laughs> so he stole this but I do have to mention that the therapist was African American Okay. so he stole this guy's identity right? So, okay So, and it turns out that like, <laughs> Serial so, Quinn. Yeah. so he ends up like falling for Meg Foster and wants to be a son or wants the dude or Jonathan Brandis to be a son so he proposes to her and Caroline Williams is starting to like pick up on some things just aren't right with him. Right. And so <laughs> so she's like investigating. In the meantime, Jonathan Brandis' dad comes back and he wants to get back into the picture or whatever. But Terry O'Quinn, John Locke can't let that happen. He's got another point. So he's like, here, you know what? I'll I'll break you out a bottle. And I think the name oh, I think I think the I sent you, you the sent clip. Me this clip. I think dude. the name of this movie is what is it is it the stepfather uh, Daddy's Oh, make room for daddy is. Stuff is it really? Daddy, make room for yeah, daddy. make room for daddy. Oh, How ridiculous of a title is that? Wow. And so. Wow. And so he fucking goes. And hey, stepfather three is Father's Day. Huh? <laughs> yes. Stepfather three is Father's Day. I yes, think that's the subtitle for that one. Yeah. Oh, just just wait. I have a whole thing on that. Um. Yeah, so he goes and uh, hits a guy over the head. But Caroline Williams is somehow a, a male woman, right? So the dad's out of the picture now. He's killed him. Um, Caroline Williams is a male woman, and she decides to illegally go through his fucking mail. And because he's because this therapist was like new in town, so that's how he was able to steal it. Right. And apparently, he got invited to like a high school or college reunion. Makes sense. And she goes. 
I don't recognize. So she like is threatening to like blackmail him or to tell her friend that like she's not right for or he's not right for. And he's like, I'll tell her myself. But um, she was like, but the thing is, uh, he was like, um, he's like, a man can change. Well, because he was part of the basketball team. She's like, I don't see you in this picture. And he's like, a man can change a lot over the years and she was like not like this and she holds it up and mm-hmm. it's just like an all african american team <laughs> so like explain and, 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 that and he, john Locke. and he's like fuck mm-hmm. and so so he ends, <laughs> you short white dude <laughs> so so he goes home ends up like telling telling caroline williams that he's gonna like uh tell her instead he goes home and has sex with Meg foster then go, as she falls asleep, he goes and kills Caroline Williams, steals a bottle of her wine, and Meg Foster wakes up. She goes, where did you go? He's like, oh, I just want us to get some wine. And whatever. He ends up like, <laughs> they're supposed to get married, but she wants to postpone it because her best friend just died. He made it look like she hung herself. I'm trying to go through this really quickly. And so, because <laughs> it's so ridiculous. It and so she, like- they end up um, going to uh, get married, and they're at the chapel, right? And mm-hmm. um Oh, he got caught because of whistling. Like she, because uh, a blind man heard him whistle as he was leaving Caroline Williams's house. Gets him every time. So, yeah, and so um, she heard the whistling or whatever, and that's how it all came down. And so there's a big brawl out at their chapel. At the chapel. At the chapel. At, like she's in her wedding dress. They're about to get married, oh, wow. and Jonathan Brandis ends up like fucking just. Like Jill Sholenden in the first one, just fucks fucking Terry O'Quinn up, stabs him, and like he like is like crawling up the altar. It's so ridiculous, and you think he's dead until we get to part three, the stepfather three, Father's Day. Oh god! And the opening sequence of this movie is because Terry O'Quinn is not back for this one. So wait, so did they did did they continue the scene? Uh, they did. No, and... they replaced him. But but they had Ooh, a, but they had move. but do you know how they replaced him? No. Uh, they gave him a face transplant what? in the movie, and then he had mm-hmm. plastic surgery. What? Yes. Yep. He had fucking plastic surgery, and then he killed his plastic surgeon after. Why? Hey, don't you walk away from me? You don't know who you're dealing with. Don't ever tell me what I can't do ever. <laughs> <laughs> No, you ever tell me that I can't get plastic surgery and get a face transplant? Fuck you. Never. So I can do a straight-to-video sequel. Um, actually, actually, no, you know what? That wasn't even straight-to-video. That was an HBO original movie back in the day. Was it really? Yeah, that was made for HBO. I didn't even know. Wow. I did not even know it was a thing. But the little boy in this one, I don't know if anybody, I know you're all horror buffs and whatever. I don't know if anybody ever watched <laughs> Young and the Restless, though. Um, but, uh, it was the very first person to ever play Billy was the son. So not only in this one, we have a kid in a wheelchair that can't walk and I'll get, I'll get more into that later. And the mom in this one, after, you know, that he's had his plastic surgery and he looks nothing like his build or anything, in my opinion, he's got the the, the plastic surgeon gave him a hell of a lot of moles, a lot of fucking moles. Yeah. Well, that was to, to disguise him, I guess. Yeah, right. I guess, but yeah. I would never have chosen that. Anyways, um, <laughs> but so he fucking the mom in this is the one from uh, it's Priscilla Barnes, uh, mm-hmm. most oh, notably known in my opinion from um, you know Three's Company, 
and right yeah and devil's rejects um she's the one who had uh, he's he's like i still got your wife's pussy stank on my gun and <laughs> you know from the band yes yes that's her right the banjo and sullivan show yeah so she's the mom in this and it's like all these women are so hard up for these men like so fucking it's like like i would not like be into this dude at all he's just like this cornball i don't know like (laughs) right but like he wants a family so bad so like in this one like the son is like very not receptive to him like just like everybody every other child in all these movies are and so he wants to go stay with his dad and that like sets him off like the character in this one it sets him off so he ends up finding another woman who has a kid and he's getting along better with her oh no so he starts having an affair (laughs) and um it gets really like and then the they that mom and son join the school that his wife now works at. Uh oh. Um, but apparently, this the 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 kid in the wheelchair um, is really good with computers. So, and he likes to watch crime programs. So he finds he's able to figure out that somehow Terry O'Quinn and this guy are the same person because he matches it up on his computer because he's that fucking smart. Yep. Like. Makes were sense. computers that good back then? Yeah. Like good for that kid. Like, could I figure out how to do this now? Like, I need to contact David Tom and figure. I this couldn't out. make it past level two of the Oregon Trail. Uh, I couldn't <laughs> make it past level one of the Lion King on. Ah, uh, yeah. All right, sorry. But <laughs> yeah, I so. couldn't get past world one four of Mario Brothers, the original. Did you just call it Mario Brothers? Mario. <laughs> Mario, Mario, whichever. <laughs> it's a me, Mario. Mm. <laughs> <Okay>. All right. <laughs> All right. I'm just going to fast forward to the ending. And did you snort? No. <laughs> um. <laughs> Cripple, 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 damn it! <laughs> well, um, so you get to the end of the movie and fucking <laughs> the kid that was in a wheelchair somehow magically walks now and throws yeah. the guy into a wood chipper. He can walk? Oh, yeah. He can Don't fucking walk. walk. No, but oh. it, well, I mean, it's kind of ironic because John Locke is in a wheelchair and so was the kid. Right. But now this kid can walk and he was able to push um, John Locke into, or right. the wannabe John Locke right. into a wood chipper. Hey, don't you walk away from me. You don't know who you're dealing with. Don't ever tell me what I can't do, ever. <laughs> and that's the end of part three, you guys. And then we watch, uh, <laughs> The fucking wheelchair. <laughs> oh, oh God! I can't stand it. I'm gonna die. I'm gonna die. Breathe. Oh, oh that's good. Oh, that's now they know that we know that they know that we know. <laughs> All right, why don't you talk about the remake? All right, so <laughs> I didn't see part two, part three. I'm with the phone, dick. 
Um, but I did see the uh, the the remake of the stepfather. Um, I did think that it was uh, incredibly stylistic in the sense that they just followed Amber Heard's ass around um, a lot in a bathing suit, unnecessarily so. Uh, with that said, on top of the over the top, you know, soundtrack, which was every fucking hit song of that year and then some Mm -hmm. um i actually kind of fucking dug it like i didn't hate it i really like the dude from you fucking joe i mean joe's such a psycho what about amber turd well listen okay i don't care how hot amber heard thinks she is she's such a psycho to me that i can't look at her and be like oh she's fucking attractive like she's a psycho and i can't see her anything other than a fucking psycho. Like, I don't care how fucking low you get with your angles of her fucking ass walking up to the pool, which was pretty fucking extensive towards the end. Like, I found it to be somewhat actually distracting how much they got people by the pool in this movie. Unnecessarily so. So what the fuck is going on? This has nothing to do with the movie. So with that said, I thought it was a pretty good remake. That dude is pretty, like... Not intimidating, though. No, I will say he's not like I'll fucking slap. Since I did just watch them all, um, I remember thinking that you know he was a terrible choice for this to begin with because like it's a dude from fucking Nipta, and um, but the thing is, so I just watched the other three movies, and like whenever something didn't go his way in those three movies, he's like, God damn it, Ah, I just want to be a father, why doesn't nobody want to do it right for me? (laughs) And this guy did it. Fuck, he he he, he embodied he, he embodied yeah. it in right. an updated manner and it works and yeah 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 and I think uh, this guy's way more attractive than John Locke. What? Yeah. Uh, no, I I know what you're saying. And like, <laughs> it is he's very believable. Like that dude can definitely fuck up some teenage boys. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I just don't find like, but I think that's what works for it and. I really fucking dug this movie. I thought it was fun. I um What do you think of the kills in these? Like uh like when he, he throws the old bitch down. That was fucking stairs. funny when he when he just holds his fucking hand and he, he plugs her nose. You did not say that was funny. You're like, that's fucked up. That is super fucked up, but it's hilarious because like there there was always this kind of vague area in when movies like when this was made. When was it made? Two thousand nine. Not I was gonna say two thousand nine, yeah. Around that area where it was like this and Disturbia and all these other movies that had some super fucked up shit going on. Like people straight up like getting killed in different ways, but it wasn't over the top gory kills. So it didn't get that R rating. And like this is rated what? Is this rated PG-13? I think it's PG-13, but they do have an unrated version. Okay. But I don't know what's really different about it because... But they it's, always, not, it's not bloody, they, right? So that's no, it's it not. It's this area where it can kind of cover. I a believe lot of the OG is R, though. Is it? Yes. John yes. Locke. He don't take no shit from nobody. So you yeah. can't tell him what not to do. No, Ever. Yeah. Ever. Hey, don't you walk away from me. You don't know who you're dealing with. Don't ever tell me what I can't do. Ever. That's right. He just sounds so fucking deranged when he says it. And now when you fucking put that with the fucking two, it's not the only time he says it in that show either. He's so. 
Oh man, I love it. This is so much fun. This yeah. show has been so much fun this part tonight. Is there any um, other bad dads we should talk about before we read some of these comments? <laughs> from all from Mike Marilyn. It's called Water Mike. Pokemon. They're watch them all. Giggling. All right. Uh, no, somebody's uh, made a comment about uh, Stranger Things. Oh, Stranger Things. I know, Mike, you uh, you still got a couple seasons to catch up on, correct? I failed on that show after season one, okay. and I have not gone back. Yeah. Do you regret that decision at all? Mm, no. Doesn't seem like you do. I don't know. Like I, I almost feel like you're not even that wrong. It's it's fun. Uh it definitely has its place. I think it probably peaked during season two, uh, mm. maybe three. It just in terms of its height of popularity and just how it worked. Now it's still fun. Like I I'm I'm watching it right now. It's a ton of fucking fun. Um it is what it is. Question. Though. Question, because yeah. I'm thinking about this though. Yeah. Now, because you've seen at least, so you you're caught up. Both of you are caught up with it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, no, not really. Well, not. Yeah. Uh, we have the we have episode seven left to watch. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll I'll ask a question because you'll you'll know this. So is Robert England featured in all of season four, part one, or is he just in one episode? So far, uh, we've only seen him in one episode. He's he's seen in one episode, but he's, he's referenced. He'll in be back. One. He's yeah. he's a main um he's a main like focal point though of the of the oh. storyline. So you don't see him a lot. There's a younger version of him, which is cool. So like, there's a lot to dig into. But um, dude, I think they're doing some great shit. I I'm looking forward to seeing how they kind of stick the landing. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, uh, I found the comment um, from the monkey. Okay. Uh, they say, I know this stream is about horror film fathers, but as far as TV show fathers, I feel the worst father is Papa, a.k.a. Dr. Brenner from Stranger Things. Well, that's still yet to be seen, I, I feel like. You know, um, yes, I, I agree with what you're saying. He um, could be. Well, it's kind of leading towards the other way now, but we don't know. I mean, everything to do with those caliber type things with people dying. Um, it's always easy to look at the person like they're a monster, even if they are doing things in the name of science. So that is uh, Matthew Modine, who does a fucking fantastic job. I interviewed job. his daughter. Yeah, she, she interviewed oh, you did. With Ruby Dude, who, yeah. who was the killer in um, Happy Death Day. Yeah. And she, oh, yeah. Yeah, I think I dude. still have her interview. And I saw Happy Death Day. She, yeah. Oh, dude, Happy Death Day is fucking I was, amazing. I actually I love that. the other day, yeah. Yeah, but uh, she was great. Like, that was a fun interview. Like, you guys were fucking vibing. That was just a lot of fun. And then you started talking, you're like, tell your dad this. And she's like, I totally will. <laughs> I was like, word. But um, no, that I just think of that every time I watch Matthew Modine on uh, Stranger Things. I think he's doing a great job. It's that question of is he doing the right thing? Is he doing it for for nefarious reasons? What can I get not? for five dollars? <laughs> no, he was that. He was in season two, right? That's where he started, or that's what he was. Uh, on. No, I believe season one. I don't know. Was he in one? I can't remember. He's in it. Yeah, it's they, been so long since I watched one. 
it's see, I don't even think we were dating when I watched season one. That and that is the biggest problem with Stranger Things and a lot of other it shows. It took too, too. long to it get take, here. It, they took too long mm-hmm. between a couple of the seasons. People lost interest, and I I I agree. Like obviously, it's the number one Netflix show. Like they said, it was their highest rated one. That's fucking amazing. That's run awesome. Run up that hill. Yeah, run up that hill's number one on the fucking charts. Like, that's fucking cool, dude. And, like, that scene where that song is featured is dope as hell. So it's been – Stranger Things is more like an experience. I don't think anybody's going to ever look back and be like, this was groundbreaking fucking for, you know, the storytelling. Yeah. I just think it's a very popular thing for people to kind of get on board, ride that ship until it's fucking done, until the ride's over. And then everybody hops off and everybody's like, all right, show me the next shitty Halloween movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry. I well, I mean, um, no, well, no, I, I, y- you never know. Uh, ends could be a, a complete dumpster fire. I'm hoping it's not, but it could be. Um, if last was no, if you're talking about number one network, I mean number one Netflix shows. That Lincoln Lawyer, I thought, was pretty good. I watched that. Did you? We watched the first two episodes. Yeah. It was pretty good. Yeah, it was with Matt Campbell. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's the whole reason I started watching it in the first place. Right. Of course. <laughs> of course. If, 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 yeah, but yeah, but not decent. It really is. Well, guys, should we wrap this up here? Uh, yeah, I think kind of late on our end. I think this is a really fun show. Uh, Mike, thanks again, man. I mean, you know, like again, we've always talked throughout the years, but it's 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 nice to have this finally come to fruition, and we'll finally bank some shows out. Mm -hmm. I feel like we're we're back running again, and we'll continue to do so. And I think it'll be a lot of fun, man. Yeah, no, definitely. This show was fucking, dude. Oh, yeah. I like I. There were several times where I'm like, man, I miss Michael J. And like again, with the quality of these shows that you're doing, with the graphics, <laughs> with the fucking clips. Well, I mean, come on, dude, you're crushing it, man. You know, they they do. Uh, the clips do bring something to it. I think. <laughs> I'll have to. Uh, I'll have to be better for next time, though. Um. And this is when is our next time? We do we have a do we have a schedule? Um, I mean, I would love to try to get like two a month if we could do two a month. That would be perfect. Sweet. So like awesome. bi-weekly Mondays, right? If yeah, got, if you guys can do Mondays, then that's or if you got to you know yeah. switch up, just let me know. I know that um, yeah. I mean, yeah, because we have. I mean, there's other stuff, but I can always move stuff around. It's not a problem. Right on, dude. And uh, shout out to Lacey Wu for her Rabbit and Red debut. Yes. Yeah, I can't believe it took you that long to get on. But again, I'm so happy all our paths crossed again. And, you know, for us, podcasting is such second nature to us. We do it all the time now. Um, Obviously, I've seen you and all your shows popping up left and right, man. I couldn't be more proud of you. And so this Don't is like... Don't tell Michael J. what he can't do. <laughs> well, I won't ever exactly. do that. <laughs> Damn. Exactly. And I'm away from that clip or else I'd play it. God damn it. <laughs> no, but this has been a lot of fun and uh, we will do it again in a couple weeks, like Mike said. And we're going to have a fantastic year. I can fucking feel it. And thanks yeah. for everybody for yeah. listening. Yeah. <laughs>
Lucky Land slots, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.